Welcome to the Scrubverse Podcast, your last stop for the latest in gaming news and pop culture. We're your hosts, Chris and Corey. Prepare for dissension. Or actually, I saw the video, the trailer for that NBA 2K20. And I was like, I started watching. I was like, all right, it looks like normal every day. Like, I'm not big into sports games at all. Uh, I don't even play the hockey ones, really. I haven't played them since, like, Super Nintendo. But uh, I saw this one. I was just like, wow, okay. I feel like this is just a spit in the face to everybody. <laughs> Chris is like, Chris doesn't even want to talk about it. No. <laughs> No, I saw that and I yeah. said, "Not today, Satan." And then his fucking concubine, Corey, comes out of nowhere and he's, "Hey, let's cover this." I I'm mean, like, we no. needed something. There's not a lot of news this week. I just want it won't. It'll one never week. happen. We don't live in the day and age where we get the courtesy of not talking about loot boxes or surprise mechanics. There's even pachinko in this one. <laughs> oh, that pissed me. There's the pachinko fuck off. and a literal slot machine. On a game with the E rating from the ESRB on the front. That it's it's fucking disgusting. But at the same time, the people who play these types of games. No, like the old like the ones that are like playing the games like, hey, you ready to play this week or something? They're like, you know, late teens, early 20s, late 20s, early 30s. But there's always that chance where you have the really young kids that are super into sports and they're really big in the video games. Yeah, I think that's I think that's what the issue ultimately comes down to. I, I do feel in a sense that we're kind of blowing it up more than what it is. But on the other hand, kids like parents buy this mm-hmm. game for their kids. Parents buy this game for their sub 13 year old kid. It probably won't change it, but you could put a T rating like that might help a little bit and say that there are. There's uh, what is it? There's some games. I think one of the new Maddens or something like that says like underneath it, it says like there are microtransactions in this game and stuff. The issue is, is that I remember when I was younger and this could just be me. I remember when I was younger, I was incredibly envious of watching my family members go to like the blackjack table, <laughs> going to the poker table. Like that just could be the scum fuck in me that was trying. It to was it was instilled very early. Come out. <laughs> Yeah, so when when I see games that do that, like I was playing video poker by the time I was eleven. <laughs> I didn't fuck with that shit. <laughs> I was I was I was playing like these little slot machines when I was relatively young because my sisters would bring me to the bar and they're just like, "Hey, he can't be here," and I'm like, "Oh no, it's just me." And they're just like, "Okay, fine. Well, just don't sip him any alcohol." But I think it could be very impressionable for young kids to develop habits like this by, you know, tailing everything to a slot machine. As an aesthetic for an adult, seeing shit like this, yeah, maybe. But at the same time, we're completely different types of people compared to the casual gamer. They don't give a shit. They think probably think it's cool. Yeah. To us, you know, keep the fucking loot boxes out of our, you know, our space shooters or our, uh, what do you call it? 
soccer our sports games high fantasy oh yeah like no our, fuck the our hunting games. games and our uh exactly our platformers like, our shooters yeah. our fighting games keep the ads off my fucking ryu bitch yep. <laughs> fucking capcom it's just i don't like the premise of it and i think that they're getting ballsy with it even considering all the other bullshit that's going on with other countries coming down right. saying, hey, th- this is fucking gambling. And the ESA, it's not gambling. And then you have the fucktards in the UK, which, sorry, Graham. <laughs> um, but you have the fucktards in the UK that are like, no, it's not gambling because it doesn't follow these prerequisites. You know, there's no monetary value. If I had to pace for something, it has monetary yeah. value. Like I was like, I, don't, I, don't, I, don't, I talk about hating the loot boxes mm. and all that, but today I opened like forty packs and Teppin. So, <laughs> <laughs> but you know what? I didn't. I all of those uh, vouchers that I used to buy the packs, I earned in the game. I didn't pay extra. I could. You could pay extra to buy those or buy gems and stuff. Did you really? No, not pay they extra? give you like a huge like. They give you, I think, like 25 to start off with, and I didn't really know what they were in the beginning, and usually with an item in a game that I don't know what it does, I hold on to it for dear life. It's like the RPG where you're like, I can't use that item because I might need it one time. Oh, I beat the boss. I can't use this potion. (laughs) Let me use my cure before Mm -hmm. I use my potion. And then you just don't use any of your fucking items. Yeah, and like I started like... I started banking them up, and that one, I, today I was like, I got 44 of these, and these are specifically vouchers for packs of cards. I don't think I can use them for anything mm-hmm. else, so I just cashed them in. I got a bunch of good cards, too, so <laughs> I've been playing the shit. I mean, I'm just going to go into my week. I've been playing the shit out of Teppin. I don't want to talk about loot boxes anymore. <laughs> Thank God. What is Teppin? Because I've heard you talk about this for the last two, three weeks. It's the free-to-play Capcom card game. Okay. Where it's kind of like you have heroes in it, so it's kind of like Hearthstone, and you have different hero abilities. Uh, But the other thing is, like, you don't actually get to choose to attack. You have three slots where you can put your creatures in, which the creatures are just Capcom characters. There's like Felicia, I mean, a bunch of Monster Hunter characters, Dante, all that stuff. And they do different things and they have different like you have 10. You have a mana bar at the bottom that slowly goes up over time. And then once you hit a certain amount, then you can play stuff. Uh, There are other cards Mm -hmm. that let you boost that faster, basically ramp decks. Uh, But when you put your creatures in there, they just automatically they have a line. That's going to the spot that's in front of them from your opponent. And if there's no creature there, it hits the hero. When we say it hits the hero, we're talking about you. Yes, it hits the okay. opposing hero, the opposing opponent, and you start with 30 life. So this is a game with lanes. Yes. Okay. It's really fun. The Nergigante deck that I'm playing right now is like a... So there's four different quote-unquote colors, like to put it in magic terms. Uh, you have your red decks, which are like Ryu... Uh, Jill just got introduced. She's a red uh, hero. Uh, Rathalos is a red hero. Then you have your green heroes. R- red is all about aggro, fast. They have a ability called Rush where if the creature comes into play, instead of starting from the very beginning, their bar starts halfway towards the other one. Okay. Uh, so it's kind of like they all have Yeah. Uh, then there's, I mean, there's also like, they're all like pump cards. A lot of the reuse abilities are like, uh, I think one of his Hadoken, like once you, so the way to use hero abilities is you have a gauge. Each each character has three abilities that they can have. 
they don't get to use all of those at the same time. You pick a hero art is what it's called. And uh, mm-hmm. one of Ryu's is just a Hadouken that does seven damage to a creature. But you get to choose. So basically, if someone pumped up, you can just wipe them out real quick. And you cannot respond mm-hmm. to it. Like, you can't do a counter to the hero ability. It just does it. So it's almost, in Yu-Gi-Oh terms, there's, like, spell speeds. Yes. This would be, like, the Yeah, this is, like, on it, like, this is, like, magic's, like, split second to the nth degree. Like, you cannot, like, okay. like, there is no prompt to try and play an action card, which is a counter card, a pump spell, something like that. Uh, mm-hmm. And what's also, uh, anyway, the hero arts have different gauges. So, like, uh, my current hero art with Nergigante is called Spike Launch. And I think it's, it has a 20 AP. So you have to play spells that their converted mana cost of each card will eventually, all that combines up to 20. Then you can use your hero ability. Okay, so you're playing cards to boost up your meter, so to say. Yes. And what's good about that is it doesn't top out at 20. It can proceed past 20. But if you use, like, let's say I had my AP was at 45 and I use Spike Launch and then I wanted to use it right away. There's a timer on it. Mm-hmm. But anyway, so you have your red. Uh, you have your green, which is X and Chun-Li right now. Uh, they are a very ramp card. It's all about pumping up my health of my creatures and healing my like healing my creatures and healing me. And also giving everything shield, which is basically uh, divine, divine shield from Hearthstone, where you your creature can get hit once and doesn't take any damage, but the shield disappears. Okay. And then Chun-Li has a lot of abilities where she has one that gives a creature uh, heavy pierce, mm-hmm. where it'll kill a creature, but then like it does... So pierce is just like trample, where anything will trample over. Uh, but I think heavy pierce just hits the creature and then whatever the attack power of that also hits the uh, the hero. It's stupid. So it's like super piercing or trample. Yes, I have been myrtleized by a freaking creature that I did not pay attention to and didn't kill and it just went nuts. Uh you have your purple which is uh Dante and Morrigan. That's such a weird color to pick. It's it's control. Okay. So your blue decks. Because da- yeah, because Dante is a lot of his stuff revolves around his Quicksilver ability, okay. which is slowing down time. And then Morrigan's all about doing damage to your creatures with spells, but also halting everything. That's called halting is slowing down. If you halt something, uh, their meter they stop. Their meter doesn't go for however many seconds the spell says. One of her abilities is like halt all creatures for thirteen seconds, and you're just like that's like one of her big hero. Is this arts. being played in real time? Yes. All of this is because okay. you have every battle is five minutes. If you if five minutes is over, whoever has the most health wins. Okay. And then you have your black decks, which are Wesker and Nergigante. These are very high risk, very high reward decks because they use your health as an additional resource. Okay. So like, let's say one of the cards I use all the time is Nilo Angelo, and he's a three five for three for three mana. That's pretty good. It's too good. So that's why it makes you do three damage to your uh, hero. So it does three damage but to itself in order to come out onto the board. It three, does three damage to you to come out that's onto the saying. battlefield. Yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. But the good thing is with uh, one of Nergigante's abilities called Spike Launch, uh, he, when his Spike Launch activates, he just basically does however much damage he lost via cards that way. 
So like losing three damage or there's one spell that kill anything, uh, kill a creature, an opponent's creature with CMC three, take two damage. The opponent takes two damage or you take two damage, which is really good to like shut down tempo decks. Mm -hmm. And uh, but it, it factors in all how much you've lost that way. And then it divides how much you've lost to all of your opponent's creatures and does it as damage. But it tops out at 12. Okay. Because I've gotten to be like, I've lost 20. Why? But the, the downside to that is it doesn't apply it how it should. Let's say you have, your opponent has a creature with one toughness, five toughness, and two toughness. Well, instead of just assigning the damage one, five, two, it could do three, one, seven. It just assigns it however it wants to? It's just like a ran, an RNG assigning. So it's really good to use on if they have like one creature. Right. That's like... That has like eight HP. You're like, all right, I'm gonna launch this off mm -hmm. right now. But the problem, there's another factor that you have to factor in is you have to play all this like you're. It's a touch screen, so a lot of the time is too. Instead of like, let's say I put my creature out and I'm trying to do my damage. Well, instead of my opponent putting their creature out automatically for you know for them to both be there for a minute and then me to build up a plan, you can just like if the bar is about to hit the opponent, they'll just put a creature out right then and there. So that you don't have enough time to be like, I want to pump this creature so that it doesn't die. Because whenever you play a creature, you don't get a priority thing. The only time it becomes like a priority shift back and forth is when action cards are played. So let's say I wanted to play a one drop that gave my creature plus one plus one. Okay. Okay, I played it. Well, now it's my opponent's turn to play something. If they have nothing, they can let the little 10 second timer go off. Or they can hit resolve and it ends it. Or they can play something. And then it's my turn to play something if I have something. So there's a stack. I have had it. Yeah, it's a stack. Uh, what's really cool is when you activate these, no matter how much mana you have, you get an extra two blue mana to be able to play spells. Which is really weird. I didn't notice that until like last week. I was like, wait a minute. What's this blue bar that pops up whenever action happens? Oh, it's giving you just in case. Like if you were at zero, it's giving you at least two mana to be able to do something. So it's crazy. There have been times. The the most hype game I've played was uh, Nergigante versus Nergigante. And this guy like had a full board. He pumped up everything. And he like he did his he did spike launch and killed all of my creatures. And I was about to die, and then I was able, like, so he activated something to pump all of his guys, and I just activated something just for the hell of it. I didn't, I got no value out of it, but it put my AP at 20, and I was able to do my spike launch before I got hit by all three of those guys and died, and then I came back and beat him. I was, I was sitting on the toilet, <laughs> and I was like, fuck yes, that was a good match. Oh, so my wife goes, game. what are you doing? This what? is a mobile game? Yeah, it's a mobile game. Because a lot of people are playing it on their tablets and streaming it through their tablets. I know Maximilian's been playing it a lot. That's... But, yeah, it's tepping. That's interesting. It's going to sound stupid. There was... Back in the day... You, you know Adventure Time, right? Yeah. There was a card game for mobile that came out, and it sounds somewhat similar to that. It was, like, it based off of lanes and had different... Like, mm -hmm. a few different colors, and each of the creatures had, like, their own little shtick. Mm -hmm. I mean, this sounds way more interesting and frantic. What I have found out, what's very interesting is flight works totally different than in, like, magic. Okay. So, uh, usually if there's two creatures on the ground and both of their bars are going, 
let's say my bar is a little bit ahead of my opponent's bar. I'm going to hit them. We're going to trade damage. And then when they hit me, damage will be traded again. So it can like, you could have a creature out and it goes, dude, dude, and then they're both dead like super quick. But flying works different. Flying will always hit the opponent hero unless the opposing creature is a flyer. So let's say one of my creatures that I use a lot is a three, it's a carrion crow. It's a three drop, two five that does three damage to, my, to myself. Mm-hmm. But it has flight. So whenever I put it out, let's say there's a two five and then another two five, but he's on the ground. That 2-5 is going to do 2 damage to my creature, but mine, since it's flying, will not do 2 damage to the creature. It's going to go over its head and hit the hero. Okay, so there's no damage being traded between ground-based units and flying-based units. It's just right. like, no, fuck you. I'm going to go straight to your home base. Yeah. Okay. That That's a little bit weird. That's why flyers, flyers really early are really good. Okay. So I also play a zombie that's a three drop. It's a three, two, three drop that when it dies, I get plus one mana bar and it has a revenge ability to where when it dies, it goes back into my deck and it gets plus two attack. So it's a five, two. And then it's instead of a three drop, it's a one drop. So when I draw it, it's a one drop at a five, two. Yeah, my deck is all about doing damage to myself and revenge creatures. That's disgusting. It's really, really fun. Arkham. I have Arkham in my deck. He's a 2-3 that when he dies, he gets plus 3, so he's a 5-3. Mm-hmm. Or no, he's a 4. He becomes like a 4-5 or something like that. He's gross. And then I have a card that a lot of people just play a card, and then I'm like, all right, I didn't really have anything to do, but this card is a 2-drop that lets, if I have a, if it pulls a revenge creature out of my deck, and puts it into my EX pocket. What the fuck is an EX pocket? So your hand size is five. Okay. And every time you play a card, you automatically draw another card. There is no draw step or response to the draw step or anything like that. Uh, but the EX pocket are specifically for cards that will go, that say go into the EX pocket, which are two additional basically slots in your hand. But only certain cards can go in there. And certain creatures will turn your EX pocket off. So, like, I use Wheel Gator. Wheel Gator is a 4-drop 210, but he, but he turns my EX pocket off. And any cards that are in my EX pocket go away. So I have to be super careful with that. Yeah. But he's really good to get out real early because he's a 210. Are you able to mix <laughs> colors, or are they all, like, solid colored decks? I, uh, so, yes. I have seen red-green decks where there's just red. It's I mean, it's just ramp aggro mm-hmm. i've seen the black green decks which is with nergigante because you play all the heal your hero cards and you can just keep going like non-stop but the solid just black nergigante deck has brought me from so each each tier it's like an mtg arena where you have silver platinum gold instead of that they do like f5 f4 and then once you get out of f you go into e right and you start at e5 and go that i went from i think i went from F3 all the way up to B5, B4 is what I'm in right now. That's with Nergi Gante. Yeah, well, at, once you win three matches in a row, you get you start getting another star that goes. You get a chain bonus. Okay. So, it's real fun. I'm having a lot of fun with it. Uh, I haven't put any money. You can buy a season pass, which gives you extra stuff. But I'm not really that worried about a season pass it's super fun man i'm just having like i said if i'm laying in bed or if i'm just in the bathroom i'll just load it up and play it 
I think I'm gonna try. I it. highly recommend it. I think I'm gonna try. Yeah, it. if you got a tablet too, I would rec- recommend it on a tablet too. I've kind of fallen off of MTG Arena. I I log in to do my dailies and then I'm out. Yeah, like not even. I'm not impressed with 2020 all that much. Uh, War of the Spark was mm. underwhelming as far as my personal opinion. I'd rather play modern, right, right. but Arena doesn't support modern. Speaking of modern. <laughs> I have been seeing, so for those that are listening that don't really follow Magic or anything like that, or for those that do, uh, there was a recent ban and restriction announcement this week. Uh, For those that you don't know, ban and restriction announcements are when Wizards come out and says in each format, if a card, if if any, if a card is banned and for what reason. Uh, They don't really put a reason, but we got, I didn't see this coming from Standard. I had been bitching about it nonstop. I was just like, man, I'm really tired of all these stupid-ass wild growth walkers and all these stupid-ass uh, gain-one-life lands and all this other stuff, or Fountain of Renewal, mm-hmm. and what is it, uh, Ajani's Pride Mate and all that shit. They unbanned fero- uh, Rampaging Ferocidon. For those of you that don't know, it is a two-red, one-colorless, three-drop creature that has menace, and it is, a, like I said, a 2-3. Players cannot gain life and any creature that comes into the battlefield does one damage to that opponent, to that person that played. I don't know that that makes complete sense on why they're bringing it back. Yeah, one hundred percent. It also shuts down any token decks that are coming around. Yeah, yeah definitely. <laughs> I have already crafted my four, and as of yesterday, I can play those now. Uh, Aren't they that's getting about the only like, thing for sure. res- like cycled out in October? Yeah, but play it while you, while you, you have can. thirty <laughs> <So>. days. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> One hundred percent. Like I think Ixalan, Ixalan, and Dominaria rotate out. I think uh, Dominaria is such a good set. It is. I'm ready for these to. Fa- it might not rotate out. It maybe it's just Ixalan. It, it might be it the might Ixalan, be Ixalan block Ixalan. and the Dominaria block. But uh, I'm ready for these fairies to go. So, <laughs> but the big thing in modern, Ho- we've talked about Hogak before. Yep. Hogak got by banned. Yep. Faithless Hogak is a. I think it's an eight drop. Doesn't matter what the drop is. Uh, it is convoke. a eight eight. Cre- yeah, it has a, it's an eight eight creature. It has convoke, which for people that don't know what convoke is, you can tap creatures to pay for the colorless mana in its mana cost. Mm-hmm. And I think it's like a red or it's a black green, and then the rest is all colorless. Yeah. And also it has it has something else that oh tra- no it doesn't have trample it has something else that makes it stupid good i'm pulling it up it's like some some shit to go with uh uh graveyard delve uh e- convoke and delve convoke convoke okay for those that don't know what delve is you can exile cards out of your graveyard to pay for the colorless mana in that cre- it's dumb it's a seven drop also, I'm and sorry. it's like you could pay either swamp or forest like it's not like oh yeah it's not like you know and also I think convoke actually I was wrong with convoke it doesn't go towards the colorless it's whatever color you tapped of that creature goes towards the so you just tap two black creatures yeah. the, and then exile your graveyard and you had don't have to pay play it for anything so pretty much it's like dump a whole bunch of bullshit in your graveyard throw that shit out cast this bitch from your graveyard and it's an eight eight beat stick with trample it's fucking dumb yeah. The problem is it was so consistent, like, you could get that out turn two. Yeah. This, Mo- this like, ban, consistently. This ban list announcement was the no-shit Sherlock ban. Because I remember the yeah. last ban, and they were just like, we don't want to ban Hogath because 
we don't think that Hogak is the problem. Yeah. That's why they banned Bridge from Below. So they got rid of Bridge from Below, thinking that was going to fix the problem. That wasn't the problem. <laughs> and that just made it more consistent. Yeah. Because you just play Blood Gas and all this other... I mean, you just play Dredge. Yeah. Shit's dumb. Yeah, it's real dumb. But another thing is, a, a card that was being played in that deck, and also in uh, the Blue-Red Phoenix deck, which has been rampaging modern ever since Arc Like Phoenix came out, mm -hmm. which was in Guilds of Ravnica was Faithless Looting. Mm -hmm. Faithless Looting was 100%, and I will agree with this, I have multiple people that will agree with this, the best card in Modern. It was a one-drop, I think it's Sorcery Speed, but it's a, yeah, it, it has to be Sorcery Speed. Uh, one-drop, you draw two cards, discard two cards. Red card. But it also has Flashback for three mana. So you play it, I mean, you just fill up your graveyard. It's It was dumb. That got banned, and then something that I didn't see coming got unbanned. Oh, I wish I would have gotten in. I wish I would have bought these motherfuckers when people were selling them for $10 a piece because a playset is at $273 right now. Stoneforge Mystic. Yes. Stoneforge Mystic is a two-drop, one white, one colorless creature, two-two creature that when it's played, when it comes into the battlefield, you can search your deck for an equipment card, put it in your hand. And then it also has an ability. I think it's one colorless, one white. Tap it, and you just get to put that equipment on the battlefield. Doesn't sound too great because you still got to pay mana to equip things, correct? Well, not with Batter Skull. Batter Skull is a five-drop artifact that, when it comes into play, it creates a zero-zero germ uh, creature that automatically attaches itself to it, and now it becomes a four-four with vigilance and lifelink. Or a lash wire. I think that's what it is. It's supposed to be like a a seven-drop or a six-drop. Yeah, comes out to the battlefield. Any of six, the swords. Six. Any of the swords. The sword. Yeah, the swords have. We have two new swords because of modern or horizons. Oh, they suck. Yeah, they're not that great. The one is fire and ice. Is that everyone's playing fire and ice, and then the other one that like. What is it, green-black, that makes you discard, yeah, but makes your opponent discard cards? Sort of, I think it was like Life and Devouring or some stupid shit. It's the green-black one. That has always yeah. been good. So, But the Fire and Ice one's amazing. Just two damage. Mm -hmm. it, well, first of all, all the swords do plus two, plus two to the creature it's equipped to. And then the Sword and Fire and Ice does two damage to any target, I think. Plus I think it you does even um, protection from those Draw spells. card. Yeah, and protection from red, which is super big in modern with Bolt. So, I don't know. I have been seeing a lot of Bant Stoneforge decks right now that are just, they're running that. They're running Noble Hierarch. They're running, uh, there's the new, it's uh, its Bant. Are they running Jace? Uh, the blue-white version is. I don't think the Bant is. Okay. Because the Bant is going more on, like, Spell Quellers. It's going on Noble Hierarchs. It's going on, I think, Cyborg. I saw some Dramokas commands. Uh, what was the other thing? Oh, there's that black, or no, there's a green-blue flying, like, snake thing that came out in Modern Horizons. It's a two-drop. It has flash and flying. And then if you control three snow permanents, it has death touch. And I think when it comes to the battlefield, you draw a card. Yeah, yeah, it's real good. It came out in Modern Horizons. So that's why everybody, their basic lands are the snow lands that came out. So I think it's running, like, one snow island, one, uh, two snow forests, and two snow plains. Okay. It's it's ridiculous. That's yeah, fucking stupid. I'm still going to be rocking Burn because everyone's going to forget about Burn. But the problem is that Bant Stoneforge deck plays not Mother of Runes, but Giver of Runes, where you can just give something 
you tap it and give something pro whatever color. So it's dumb. Yeah, those are $273 right now for a playset. That's nasty. Yeah. Uh, there was some vintage uh, restriction announcement announcements in Legacy, but yeah, but only rich people play vintage. Yeah, if you, <laughs> right. <laughs> if you want to check those out, just look them up. Uh, you can Google "ban and restricted announcement August 2019" and it'll tell you everything. Yep. But yeah, uh, I'm really excited to see. This is the first weekend, and from what I've been seeing of events right now, because it is modern season, there's some. I saw a Bant Stoneforge deck versus a some kind of Wurza deck. Like an artifact Wurza control deck, and uh, what's there was Wurza? no like I know Urza's in there, but what's the the W mean? Urza and War of Inventions, okay. where you just pay out however much mana you want and go search for a specific artifact with converted mana cost of what you paid. Yeah, yeah. So you need that ensnaring bridge, go grab it. So yeah, uh, I saw no play mat. There were so many cards down. <laughs> yeah. It was dumb, but uh, your boy is still, with all these artifacts and shit, uh, my ancient grudges and my destructive revelries and that Cinder Vines is looking real good right now. So there's one card that I love playing that I will, I, I'll put it in my sideboard every once in a while. It's a uh, Kataki War Mage. Mm-hmm. It's a creature from Kamigawa. Yeah, I know One colorless. Yeah. yeah. And uh, if you can't. You got to pay mana for all your artifacts around the battlefield on your upkeep every single turn. Get fucked. Most of the time, those players, if they can't, if they don't have, a, yeah, they just they just scoop. I don't know. I'm modern is my format now that some of the quote unquote cancer is gone. What sucks is I liked Phoenix and I was actually going to start investing into it, which I'm super glad I didn't. I don't want to say that the Phoenix deck is dead, but it is. You remember those thing in the ices that were like eighty dollars a playset? Yeah, those dropped. Arc like phoenixes have dropped. I'm so glad so I sold just not mine a- when they were big. Mm-hmm. A lot of people are trying to replace faithless looting with like cathartic reunion or tormenting voice, but it's just not as good. Yeah, good luck. I'm just glad I don't have to play as much graveyard hate in my sideboard. <laughs> mm-hmm. And to talk about the rotation from core 2019 on back, uh, so that will include Dominaria and the two Ixalan sets. So Ixalan block Dominaria in 2019. So we'll have war guilds and code name baseball code name cricket are those the code name for the blocks course at 21 those are the next ones that are coming out after throne of Adrani. oh yeah because it's all fairy tale shit now <laughs> yeah i mean they apparently have some really cool mechanic where it you have the the storybook yeah cards and like you do a thing and then you get another page of the storybook and it comes out it's something that sounds similar to sagas have you seen that there might be a new color coming out Get the fuck out. So there's a new Planeswalker art that they showed that apparently he's like, I don't know. He looks very like a fairy slash twilight vampire looking thing. That does. That's not the thing I'm worried about. The thing is, in his art, he has these all these vines that are different colors. And a lot of people are speculating that it's the colors to, to cast him. It's like blue, green, and then there's purple, just a bright purple. And in a couple months ago, someone was talking about there was some like they they were proven to be false. Well, quote unquote false. But there was a new land that was coming out called Thorns and it was going to be light purple. So I don't know. I don't have enough information on it. It might be a lot of people want to argue that the waste is a new color, even though waste isn't color. Waste isn't colorless. It's it's a colorless fucking color. Yeah, no but you in. also if it has a waste, you have like so if a waste is in a com- is, is is in a converted mana cost, you have to use a waste. Like that symbol Seriously? for waste. 
the symbol for waste. It's not colorless. It's different. No, because the new, uh, um, what do you call it? Eldrazi's. No, 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 no. Um, because those symbols, if you look back to the newer sets, uh, Soul Ring, they use mm. those symbols now, and it's just the same as is co- converted mana cost. Look at a I'd look at to, a newer Soul Ring, and it shows you the waste symbol. I have to double check on that because there was a I don't know I have to double check I don't know a hundred percent because there was there was something where I think I was playing Magic uh, MTG online and I was trying to cast something. It's like yeah you can't. I think my what it it has to be colorless. So like you couldn't just tap like let's say I say I want to play Reality Smasher, which I think is a five drop. It's mm-hmm. four colorless and then the waste symbol. You can't just play like anything. Five, five red. It has to, one of them has to be a colorless. That's what that symbol means. Okay. Because that's why you have to play Eldrazi temples and stuff like that because they give you the colorless and all that. Okay. That makes a so little more sense. I have to double double check on that. But yeah, so I've been playing a little bit of Magic. Been playing a lot of card games this week. Apparently. Yeah. I've also been playing. Let's say uh, Thursday night was really fun. That that one was. Super fun. Chris got to dunk on us with Soul for a while until everyone started doing the insta kills, which I refused to do because I also didn't know how to do them. I mean, y'all tried. So, you don't know how to do the insta kill. I I mean, I know how to do the inputs, but I don't know what everyone's insta kills all are off the top of my head. Oh, I mean, it's all the same. Like it's, down to forward, down to forward, something. Yeah, it's quarter circle forward twice, and then you hit high slash. Like it's oh, okay. everybody's the same. But I mean, y'all tried doing insta kills, and y'all were successful. I only got caught like. <laughs> I fucking wrecked bitches. You did. Uh, I gotta start playing that game again because Soul is ridiculously good, and especially with the new Guilty Gear 2020 coming out. You know, I was surprised because we've been ever since Thursday. Me and my group of friends have been playing Guilty Gear almost nonstop, and I was surprised to see how high Soul is on the tier list. Mm-hmm. Like I I'd used like to, to learn think- Johnny too because apparently he's tier one. He's number yeah. one. Still, just in general, like I'm surprised it's still because usually with Exard, Soul was always middle of the road along with Kai, right? And Soul is just an amazing rushdown character. <laughs> really good rushdown deals a shit ton of fucking damage, especially when you go into Dragon install. Mm-hmm. No, uh, which we found out that you have terrible music taste. <laughs> no, I don't have terrible music taste. <laughs> Ride the fire is not. Ride that the good fire is good. No, it's not. It's a Ride bad the- metalcore song. It's terrible. No, and this is great. coming from the guy that thinks this bullshit's blazing are good lyrics. No, it's bad. It's <laughs> not a good song. A good lyric. <laughs> no, it's not. Yes, it is. <laughs> no, it's not. In fact, you need to play it more. None dead. of you- his lyrics. None of his songs save heavy day. I'm gonna even say that Big Blast Sonic has shitty lyrics. But you are. I cannot no, believe no, I am hearing no, this right fight now. Me. I will fight everyone. He's a really good composer. He writes for you guys really listening to this music. podcast. Scrub verse is now not not existent anymore. <laughs> <laughs> you no. need to play more Devil May Cry, sir. No, and learn to love butt rock more. No. <laughs> yes. No. <laughs> Heavy Day is the only song that has shotgun no head lyrics. Shotgun No Head has bad lyrics. Oh my god. He's a terrible songwriter when he writes songs in English. Which makes sense because he's Japanese. Uh, I'm going to say agree to disagree on this. So. No! Absolutely <laughs> not! 
I disagree with your agreeing. Oh, I'm sorry. As we know from last week, Chris is always right. Exactly. <laughs> uh, I did take your musical. Uh, you had posted this in the Discord fucking weeks ago, but sometimes I just don't hit. Like, I forget that someone posted something. Uh, let me rephrase that. I forget when you post something. I usually look and look at everybody's posts, but when it's Chris's, I'll like, I'll go back and look at that later. So, but you had posted a song from uh, Dance with the Dead. Yeah. And I was like, man, that album art looks really cool, but I just never clicked on the song. And I was like, fuck it. I'm going to click on it. Dude, that album is ridiculously good. I have listened to it seven times this week, all the way through. Yeah, I know. And my wife, I had it playing in the car. She goes, we have listened to this song so much. I was like, first of all, you listened to Get Out three times. This is the monster that the man, the the man, the man, the monster made. She goes, well, it sounds the same. I was like, oh, my God. <laughs> it's so good. That music should be in a game. That that music should be in a horror style. Like I was thinking about it the other day. If I was able to like if I had the ability to make a video game, I would make like a not a super fast action, but like a pretty like fa- fast action horror art, uh, platformer, like based in like the Super Nintendo, like graphics and stuff like that kind of like how katana zero's music's great and it's got the super nintendo aesthetics and all that but this like on the album cover cover is just like it's all the colors i love it's the neon pinks the knee all that stuff with two zombies with 3d glasses on (laughs) to put it in like the way that i describe it that music is cyber horror in the 80s yes that's like the best way that i can put it and what pisses me off is that it not really pisses me off but i'm just amazed because i've listened to their entire discography mm-hmm. this is their best album and it's called the b-sides these are apparently all the songs that didn't make it into their other albums which i don't know how true that is i think it might have mm. been like called the b-sides for an aesthetic sake right. but if it's true that makes no fucking sense I was afraid of that. I have been dabbling into the other albums, and I'm like, okay, these are all right. But I was afraid that I've like I started with the best. So yeah, but I, mean, I don't their care. This album is also really good too. Their covers are great. It's all horror yeah. style. Like yeah. one is like this chick, like just kind of in the foreground, and then you see like an old style werewolf behind her. Like I'm talking like Wolfman werewolf. Yeah, and or like there's the one where it's the chick like. Looks like she's like uncovering her eyes, but her eyes are completely white. I'm like, oh my god, everything about this is so awesome. So yeah, I've been listening to that on fucking loop, and my wife's tired of that. I've been but. listening to it for the last week and a half, just going to the gym nonstop every single day. That house is an amazing song. That house is so. That's track number three. That is yeah. so good. <laughs> Stoics number four, and the man, the monster, or the monster, the man made is number five, and that's the yep. one that starts off with that good, good riff. I love too, like how they mix. Oh god! So there's one that just as soon as I hear, it, I think it's track number two or the last track. That just reminds me of the movie Day of the Dead. Like that style of music is just in that movie. I was like, I the minute I heard Get Out, I was actually waiting for the. So I'm not as big into like the death metal screaming stuff as you are. And I was really scared of that. I was listening to that beat and I was like, this is a really, really good beat. And I was waiting for that to come in because it's something you posted. So I was like, it's coming. I got through the whole album and there's no lyrics. Yeah, they're all instrumental. 
Yeah, they're all like electronica, heavy metal, like thrash metal type shit. It's, it's so great. good. It's so it's great. Good. Like I want, I want to go on Bandcamp and get a physical of it. I mean, the, the album itself is just fan fucking tastic. Yes. Anybody listen to this? If you like any of those words we just said, thrash metal, cyber, eighties horror, go listen to this shit because it's so good. Mm-hmm. Uh, I I listened to about half of the Tool album. It's good too. I just haven't gotten through. It's it's not what everyone was expecting. Uh, I really feel like it's more of the Lazarus area era. So Lazarus, Lazarus. Sorry, not Lazarus. <laughs> I don't even think it's that. You don't think so? It's it's leans in a little bit more to the ten thousand. Okay, so I listened to the full album today. Mm-hmm. I listened to it with my other music nerd friend. Okay, um, he digs it. I don't think it's a bad record. I think it's like a seven. Okay. For Tool, that's really low. It is. Um, it's that w- not that I'm not impressed with what they're doing. They're kind of trying to do like this Mesopotamian, Middle yeah. Eastern style throughout the entire album. It is super safe. They it, do not. Yeah. It's push. very mellow, too. Yeah, some it is an incredibly mellow album. It's a relaxed album. They did not push the envelope on anything. They stayed right within their zone. So it's like... It's not like Animal you know how or I, anything like that. <laughs> so you know how I said that Dance in the Dead, Dance mm-hmm. with the Dead, their album was like their B-sides? <laughs> this is I opposite. Feel like, I feel like this is their B-sides that got ripped, that should have went into like Lateris or 10,000 uh, 10, Days mm-hmm. and just was just like... Uh, fuck, we didn't make any music. Just, just <laughs> dump all this shit in here. We'll call I mean, it a record. The thing is, they sold tons of albums because it's been 13 years since it came out, and a lot of people are just buying them right away. And they're probably seeing increased revenue, too, because of uh, all the digital stuff allowing mm-hmm. it to be streamed. Uh, my, One of my favorite memes that I've been seeing lately is, like, that meme of Ron Swanson. Not Ron Swanson, but Ron... Yeah, Ron Swanson from Parks and Rec, like, running... And it says new tool album coming out, and it says all forty year old dudes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> my buddy, remember how I told you my buddy bought like the super special edition, like for like forty five bucks. That's going for like one hundred and fifty now. He yeah. said he got it in his hands, and he can't sell it now. Like he just wants to keep it. I was like, dude, you are a huge tool fan. Do not fucking sell that. Yeah, keep it. Uh, there are some tool fans that I've been seeing that do not like it, and I mean that's you're not going to please one hundred percent of the people one hundred percent of the time. So. People have different tastes. That's what makes it a different kind of world. So, And I think that's what I was really getting at. Like, it's... I'm not saying that it's a bad album. It's by no means a bad album. When you compare it to other music that's been out, it's fantastic. It's amazing. Yep. Um, it's just not what everyone expected because with the exception of 10,000 Days, because I do think that 10,000 Days is a bit of an underwhelming album. It's like the two main tracks, and then everything else is kind of underwhelming. Like, you have uh, yeah. Vicarious and The Pot. Yeah. But, like, you look at those two. I can't tell you any of the other out songs off of that. <laughs> yeah, it's just not a very memorable album. And I, I don't know. Like, I'm looking at the Billboard 2000 right now, or the mm-hmm. 200. I'm not seeing it on here, but I don't think it's even been a week since it's been out. So No, it came out It came out yesterday. So. Yeah, so, yeah, definitely not going to Give it at least a week, so. Mm-hmm. Uh, but... Also, big, so I don't know if I've ever expressed how much of a Shovel Knight fan I am. Like, yep. 
I love Shovel Knight. By the way, side note, the Shovel Knight uh, figure that I bought, remember how I told you I pre-ordered it two years ago from First for Figures? Mm-hmm. They're finally, finally it's, it hasn't come in, but they're shipping finally. Nice. So uh, uh, their main production plant is in the UK or like in Europe. So everyone is like, I'm on their Facebook page. So people post pictures of like, hey, this is Shovel Knight number whatever, because every statue is numbered. So that you know that's your specific one and all that stuff. So they'll be like, like the first one I saw was like number 11 checking in. And I was just like, oh, mine's coming soon. So they'll send me an email because they, they haven't taken the final payment yet. So they'll send an email 10 days before they're going to take out my final payment and make sure that the address is up to date. But I'm so excited for that thing, man. It looks so good. And I'm going to nice. show the f- show. It's going to be my most expensive figure I've ever bought. And uh, I'm going to show it off. That thing. It, I've, it's had a spot on my shelf since I pre-ordered it. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm just like, everybody move. This is for someone right here. <laughs> uh, but to bring up Shovel Knight, uh, a new Shovel Knight game got announced this week. Yeah, it's like the King of Cards. No, brand no? new Shovel Knight IP called Shovel oh, Knight Dig. Yes, Shovel Knight Dig. That's the, duh. Yeah, it's but yes, we are getting King of Cards. That's coming out later this year. I am a little underwhelmed with the way that the game looks. It's their Super Nintendo upgrade. Is what it's kind of what it's supposed to be. They also said a lot of it has to still be made. Like they just showed off a little bit. There's still a lot to be done. I get that. But the first Shovel Knight, it definitely was like very like high end NES, right? Oh, yeah. There were colors colors that couldn't even be done in Nintendo. Yeah, but I mean, like it was still styled in like an 8 bit style. Yeah. Right? It had, like, the Super Mario 3 overworld style where you mm-hmm. just, like, move your cursor over to, like, certain areas. You had the very detailed dialogue boxes. All of the the locations were varied and beautiful. Um, the the environments were interesting and fun to, to go around and explore in. I mean, it was so good they made it three more times with three different characters. <laughs> yeah. And now this is Shovel Knight digging a hole. I don't think it's that's all it's going to be. At first, I thought it was like it's it's early. It, it is early. It's early. I'm, I'm going to say this. So I looked at the sprites. They've released some sprites. And mm-hmm. you know me. I do perler bead art. And I Be saw right. Drill Knight, which is the main antagonist. As big as a Gurren Lagan fan that I am and how much I fucking just love like the concept of the drill and all that stuff. I love him. I was looking it up last night. I have to make this sprite. But this sprite is... So for audio listeners, I'm holding up a pegboard that's probably six inches by six inches. I have to have mm-hmm. at least five of these tall and five of these wide to make him. Because his outline in a lot of areas, instead of to get that bold line that they have on everything, it's doubled up. It's not just one line of beads. It's two lines of the same color. So, yeah, I'm so excited about it. So, uh, I I love Shovel Knight. Shovel Knight is something I I buy try to buy everything Shovel Knight. I have I've bought that game more times than I've bought any other game. I will buy once everything's out, I'm going to buy the Treasure Trove edition again, like the physical version and all that stuff cuz the Shadow uh what is it? The Plague of Shadows, that expansion was amazingly good. The Plague Knight one, that one was good too. The King of Cards isn't that Plague of Shadows? 
What was the first one with What was the first one with Plague Knight then? Plague of Shadows. That was the first one with Plague Knight. The second so, one was uh, Specter Knight. Specter of Specter of Torment or something like that. I think that's what it's called. That one was called. And then the King of Cards. Specter Torment. Yeah, you're yeah. right. Yeah, Specter Torment was really cool. It was a lot shorter than Plague of Shadows, but it was really really fun. You got a lot of you got a lot of backstory on uh, Specter Knight, and then King Knight. I don't know, man. King Knight looks crazy. Like, they've introduced an entire card game into this yeah, game. Yeah, it looks a lot like the card game, like, Triple Triad yes. from the Final Fantasy <laughs> yes. games. That's, that's the feel that I'm getting for it. And I, I like Triple Triad. I'm not good at it. No, I'm not either. But, but I'll give it a shot. The Amiibos are finally coming out for Plague Knight, mm-hmm. uh, all that. And they actually will unlock uh, cosmetic costumes in the game. Like, you have, like, super ultra, like, versions of each of them, and they look really, really cool. Uh, oh, so excited. I have I didn't realize until I started listening it all out, like, all the games that, like, games that are coming out this week, how many games I've played. I still got two more things to talk about. <laughs> That's fine. Go for it. Uh, but yeah, Shovel Knight Dig. Uh, no release date yet, but I think we do have a release date for the King of Cards, which is going to be in December, which I think is when the Amiibos come out. Uh, I'll be excited to play that. Uh Someone finally started Yakuza this week. How did you like that? That game is so I play I started we have we have dubbed Tuesday nights for probably the next 18 weeks. Uh <laughs> <laughs> Yakuza Tuesdays or Tuesday night okay. Yakuza's or something like that. Uh I started Yakuza 0 and that game is fucking good, dude. I got all the way through chapter 1 and that is a good first fight at the end against Kuze. So good. They build Kuze up so much to be like, I am so ready to punch this motherfucker in the face. And then when you're about to do it, he's like, eh, eh, you're going to fight my... That one underling dude, I don't remember his name, but that <laughs> dude gets his ass beat. You have to respect the tenacity of this man, of, of Kuze's lieutenant. Oh, Kuze, yes. That tenacity of that dude is dumb. <laughs> Like, you go through the entire fucking uh, compound, uh-huh. and this dude is chasing you down, <laughs> trying to be... He comes after you four fucking times. He's got four health like, bars! <laughs> the, the main room, I think you, like, find him in, like, a hallway. You yeah. fight him in the motherfucking bathroom. The bathroom was the hypest shit. Yo, smash his head into a fucking urinal and throw him out the goddamn window. That, no, that so you don't throw cool. him. You drop kick him out that window. <laughs> like, you can go back and watch that VOD. I need to go through that VOD and clip some shit because I am just everyone. Even Brett and TJ in the chat are like, I am so happy that you are having so much fun with this. Uh, it is so good. Uh, I hope that's not like the biggest, I hope that's not like the biggest thing. Like I didn't blow my, like the game didn't blow its load really early, but I am so ready to play it again on Tuesday. Like I want to play it tomorrow, but we got to keep to a schedule. Yeah, I know. There is a lot that goes on. Um, the game does a really good job of building up tension, releasing, and then having like winding down a lull. Uh-huh. And then slowly build back up that. I think tension. that's where we're at. We're at the next lull right now. Yeah, so you'll be in a lull for a little bit, and then it'll start building back up, and then they'll build Majima in, mm-hmm. and then you'll start getting a feel for his story. Um, it's just it's really. Is this the year good. of Yakuza? 
because we got the remakes of or the HD remakes of three, five, and six. Uh, three, we just four, got, and five. Sorry, three, four, and five. Uh, and then we just got seven announced. <laughs> Which is which is a fucking turn-based RPG. <laughs> yeah, a lot of people have been talking about it in the Megavisions Discord that may it because it's so like the main Ichiban I think is the main character's name. Yep, uh, is just so different than Kiryu. It's like a 180, and having it as an RPG sounds how it sh- it sounds right. I've read the translations of the uh, the trailer on Megavisions. I mean, it's. It sounds really Yakuza. It's very, I don't want to say it's very similar, but it sounds a bit like the premise of the first Yakuza. Okay. Someone gets killed. Yeah. Someone gets killed. Uh, One of the underlings has to take the blame. So Sounds like zero right now. (laughs) Kind of. Not quite. I mean, Kiryu just leaves the family. Yeah. He's just like, I'm out. And I was like, oh, okay. Also, side note. All three of those lieutenants are assholes. Oh, yeah. Like, even the one that kind of looks like a business, like, dad, he just strikes me as an asshole. (laughs) I'm not going to say anything. So, we'll see. The guy in the purple is obviously the biggest fucking asshole there. Kuze, I don't know. Kuze is really rough. (laughs) Of the three, Kuze is my favorite. Because of the rage that built up in that short period of time. Like, he's a scum fuck. He's a little bit brash, but he's, like, probably my favorite scum. And fuck Dojima. He looks like like a dumpy asshole. I mean, it's Dojima. I mean, it's also 88, so you got to remember that, too. Like, you're in in er, much earlier times, so. Mm -hmm. I'm excited to play more. I I got my setup to where I have it to where I can sit on my couch and play, so we're going to be playing a lot more comfortably, which means we're probably going to be playing a lot more instead of just three hours. I would like to nice. go for like so much as like maybe a five hour stream, like go from seven until midnight because wow, that game's so good so far. And if you yeah. said it ramps up like that, it keeps doing that. I am 100% behind that. So yeah. it's the thing I'm going to say zero. I understand why you should start with zero. And I even vouch for it. It was like, if you're trying to follow the storyline, mm-hmm. yeah, definitely go for that. Um, Kiwami, the first one. Yeah, Kiwami two is okay. Three is good. So Kiwami is one, and then Kiwami is one. Kiwami one, Kiwami two, two. So they're those the, are just kind of like upscales real, from the PS2 versions. Oh no, they're they're legit remasters. Oh okay, or, but they not remasters. They're remakes. Okay, so they are remakes. Okay. Yeah. So that's how the order should go. Zero, Kiwami, Kiwami 2, 3, 4, 5, 6. Yeah. Okay. I heard Brett Stronger keeps... Life is really good, too. Brett keeps hyping up 5. He said 5 is really good. So I don't know. 5 is really good. We'll get there. I don't know. Is yeah. there is there a bad one that I'm going to have to stomach through? One. One's really rough? One is rough. Cool. Let's get it out like, of the way early, even, then. <laughs> even, even the first one for the PS2, I mean... It was okay. The drama is there. The reason why I prefer the PS2 version over the PS4 is the PS2 version really streamlined the storyline. So oh, it was okay. a lot more tolerable. This is Whereas they try to Kiwami, branch it. Yeah. Oh, uh, okay. Oh, we'll see. It's going to take us a long time to get through Zero just because yeah, I'm not playing. I hope you playing. don't like Nishiki. I don't already. I don't okay. like him. <laughs> 
He, I, I mean, I understand that him and Kiru are like brothers, quote unquote, but I don't like him. Something rubs me the wrong way with him. So I just, I've heard Majima, like I've seen Majima. Majima looks fucking great. I just want to get to Majima. So I think I don't he's know. like chapter four. Okay, so. cool. You'll get there. Uh, but yeah, we're playing that. Uh, Guilty Gear was. I gotta start playing more Guilty Gear. Oh no, the last thing, and brother, you haven't played it yet, and you gotta get on this. I got my copy of Astral Chain yesterday, and I just bought it. <laughs> I played the first level last night because I started late. I played the first level and I did some of the training stuff just to kind of get it out of the way. That is a very strong first level. Like okay. It is very, I feel like it's very good. I don't want to hype it up too much because sometimes if you hype something up too much for somebody, it kind of makes it underwhelming when it didn't meet the, rec- meet the expectations. Right. It's good. It's really fun. I will say the only downside I've seen so far when it comes to quote-unquote voice acting is the main, your captain, who is also your dad, the way he looks. Spoilers. It happens in the first two minutes. <laughs> It's not a secret, but uh, his voice is not. He's very like, like slashes over his eye. He's he should have the voice that the commander in Monster Hunter has. The very like, right. all right, let's go. Rough. We got to do this and all this. He doesn't have that. And his his not subordinates, but his like lieutenants are kind of like poke fun of him a little bit. And he's like, come on, guys, don't do that in front of my kids and all that other stuff. And you're just like, eh, this. You try to say that nice guys can't be hard. Like, I mean, is that what you're trying to say? He's probably going to do something really fucking cool later on, but it's just the. And I, like I said, this is a minor complaint. I bet you after, he dies. I mean, maybe. I don't know. I haven't played yet. I've played that far yet. But the voice was just like, it was just, it was a little off. I was like, ah, this mm-hmm. is. Anyway, I don't know. So far, it's fucking great. It is. What did my buddy say? He said, Popo's Bizarre Adventure. It is the Police JoJo, is what it is. 100%. It's really, really good. I don't want to get into it so much with spoilers. There is there is one mechanic that's really good that prevents you. Like, there's a reason you can't have your stand, which is called a legion. You can't have your legion out all the time. Okay. It's, all I got to say is, if you're listening to this, buy this game. This might be one of the best. This might be one of these best Switch games and quite possibly maybe one of Platinum's best games. And that's, that's what a lot of people are saying. And I can't really like, oh, he only played the first level. How can he say that? I like I'm super excited to play this game more. We have our buddy in the our Discord was like, I'm like so far in and I'm already like binging it. It's so fun. Mm-hmm. People are getting switches hear, for this game. Yeah. Did you hear that um motherfuckers are downvoting this uh or review bombing this game? Because it's out on the Switch and only the Switch. That's the reason they're giving them negative yeah. reviews. Check out Metacritic. There is like a huge disparity with like there's a shit ton of people that hate the game. And then there's a shit ton of people that love the game. People are fighting between giving it like zeros and tens. And a lot of the like the critiques in there are bullshit. It's an action game at 30 frames per second. If this was on another console, it would have been better. I don't know what to tell they you. They haven't played it. They haven't <laughs> no. played it. I can 100% no. say that they have not played it. And that's the point that I'm making. It's That's why they're review bombing. Those are elitist assholes. Speaking of which, congratulations to our friend. I say that our friend and everyone's going to be like, they only give their shit to their friends. 
They le- he legit won the giveaway. <laughs> like, I'll say it on this podcast because I will make it perfectly clear right now that if you are a throwaway account, you are not going to win our contests. Like, I go through every single one of them and make sure, like, I look at your profiles. I look at them and be like, oh, you follow 2,000 people, but you've only done four tweets in the last four years? Yeah, I'm good. So... Yes, our buddy Brett from Megavisions won that epi- won that copy, which is I was really happy about it because he said he was saving up to get a Switch and buy that game. So we basically just helped him out by saving him sixty bucks. So yeah. I'll be giving him that copy when we go up to the uh, marathon, which I'm super excited about next week. I got so much. Shit. I don't have it behind me right now because I take the whiteboard down to put up this off-centered ass shit that people want to see, but. There is a, just a list of shit for you that I'm bringing. It's just nice. like it's those. I am excited. It's the all the Avatar uh, and the it's the Avatar and Legend of Korra all on DVD because I bought Blu-ray versions. I bought a new version of, on Blu-ray of the Predator movies because originally I had Predator one, two, and three, or well, Predator one, two, and then Predators, and then the new Predator came out, so I had to buy mm-hmm. a new collection. And I was like, ah, I'll just give this one to Chris. Uh, okay. I've got your bead art. I also forgot nice. about a, a fucking tube of posters that I told you I was going to send you a long time ago. I'm going to bring that with me. Good, because I've got these holes in my wall that I need to fucking... Yeah. I'm just looking up. at your walls, and you're getting there. Like, you have the Symphony of the Night, which is really good. Uh, you have the Sonic thing. It's covering a big asshole. It's covering a big asshole. I think if you get these new posters, you're going to have to take those soundproof things down so you can get more yeah, people. Yeah, they don't fucking do shit. <laughs> They're just there for <laughs> They don't do shit. Uh, but yeah, I got a bunch of shit I'm going to be bringing, and uh, it's going to be super fucking fun. That's what I was doing last night. I was talking to Scotty about a lot of the marathon stuff, and my tech, so my OCD slash techie slash pack mule mentality is kicking in where I'm like, we need all this just for backup. I'm like, I'm bringing webcams. I'm bringing my Yeti microphone just in case. What if his microphone goes down and then we're fucked? So I'm bringing all that. So I'm bringing my laptop. Like I'm, I will be playing games and I will be partaking in the festivities, but I really like playing behind the scenes. I like being that guy. That's basically like without this person. And I'm not producing. Yeah. I'm not saying that I'm the guy like without me, nothing's going to happen. But I like being that guy to be there to be like, if something does happen, I can fix it right away. So, I'm the same way. Yeah. So. And I think Scotty's not used to having someone like that. And he's just like, had been having to do it all himself. And I'm like, look, man, I got this. He's like, are you sure? I was like, yeah, dude, this is my shit. So he's like, all right, cool. <laughs> so hopefully he gets to relax and just chill out a lot more this year. We, got, we have a lot of people. We're going to get some Red Bulls or something. We're going to stop at a Sam's Club so I can get a 30-pack of Red Bulls for everybody. <laughs> I might be able to do something about that. Why do you say it like that? <laughs> because, like, I might be able to do something about that. That's fine. Uh, Yeah, they have, like, the 30... Or it's, like, a 24-pack for, like, 30 bucks. Yeah, whatever. That's good for the weekend, so... Mm-hmm. But I got to get the sugar-freeze. You got, you can't have the sugared ones either. You got to have sugar-free. I can't have the, the energy drink. You are this weekend... Be- <laughs> mm, I don't want to die. Well, just don't chug five in an hour <laughs> with coffee. Yeah, the coffee is going to be the starter. Out. But you, I'm not going to be drinking fucking. I could drink black coffee all day. 
Like, I'm not going to, that won't stop me. But we'll need something. Yeah. But anyway, Chris, how did your week go? <laughs> so I didn't do nearly as much as that because my week is very condensed. My focus was on two things all week. Finishing Fire Emblem so I can play Astral Chain. Guilty Gear because Guilty Gear and work. No one gives a shit about that. Um, (laughs) Not even you. (laughs) Not even me. I'm in closeout now. Shit's going to be crazy for the next four weeks. So my weeks are going to be like, kill me. Kill me day. (laughs) Take the life from my lungs. I don't want to be here I just saw that. I've got mine too. Oh, yeah. Did you update your firmware? No, I haven't updated the firmware on it yet. It's super fucking easy. Man, these games in so quick. For audio listeners, these are the Brook uh, Dreamcast adapters for uh, basically... If you want to take a PS3 or PS4 controller or arcade stick, you can plug this into your Dreamcast and it lets you fucking use it. I might... I'm going to bring my stick, but there's a lot of fighting games that I play on pad. So I'm going to do yeah. that too. Yeah, that's fine. But we have to bring these because we're the only ones that have them, apparently. Because <laughs> they all sold out after they, we finished They only had them. two. <laughs> but anyway, um, Fire Emblem. I finally finished the Blue Line Path. Super satisfying. Is it? Like, super satisfying. Good. I don't know what the other endings are i'm really intrigued to do the black eagles because there's something it's been out for long enough i'm just gonna get into it um the black eagles path edelgard is the you know the empress or the emperor or whatever Mm. she at the very last map which is which is interesting because usually with every single chapter you have a month to prepare and then you go to battle the jump between chapter 21 and the last chapter 22 is immediate Oh, so you'll go. You'll storm the because the thing is in chapter twenty one, you're storming the palace of the um, the empire. Okay, so Spoilers. you just rush in chapter twenty two. It's this big ass fucking room with all these different fuckboy enemies just sprinkled everywhere, and Edelgard is no longer like just regular ass Edelgard with the axe and shit like that. Nah, that bitch is a fucking demon. Oh. She becomes like this giant ass fucking demon claws coming out. She shoots fucking uh, orbs of pain at your guys. <laughs> orbs like it's of the pain. best way I could put it. That's the best way I could put it. Because one time he she hit my healer and did like death five six <laughs> of the damage. Like that bitch almost died. Jesus. And I'm like, oh no, <laughs> oh um, no. But the thing is, is like they've they've opened it up so that there's multiple paths that you can take. Mm-hmm. And the thing that I didn't understand is, for one, it's the last stage. Why do you have treasure chests on the last stage? The oh. treasure chests are supposed to be like, oh, you pick these up on the way. And they're all buffs. They're all like, here's a black pearl. Increase your charisma. Yeah. I don't need charisma for but whatever. Um, you get some buffs, you get like an elixir and some shit. That's pretty cool. But that's the side with the weaker enemies. So I would have assumed that like a lot of your valuable loot would have been like surrounded by like the more difficult. Yeah, that's usually how it is in Fire Emblem. And I'm just like this. I'm just trying to beat this. Like I'll go hard mode later. Yeah. Take the easy route up. Yeah. Let me finish the story. (laughs) 
Exactly. So if you play again, but, uh, if you do later, are you going to go a different route, like a different house? I really enjoyed Blue Lions. What's the Nazi ones? I think ones? that would... Huh? What's the Nazi ones? The Black, the black Eagles are the bad guys. Oh. Okay. Bad guys, quote unquote. Um, Blue Lions... Like, my wife is playing the Golden Deer, so I don't have to play that. I can just watch her. But someone and has that's to like, play. <laughs> Exactly, because somebody has to play it, and she likes it because she's like, it's the black people. I'm black. <laughs> They're my people. And I'm like, cool, got it. You do you, um, boo. <laughs> exactly. I, I like the blue lines because I think it is... Because they're white. Objectively. <laughs> just fuck you. <laughs> That's the same fucking thing that she said. Uh, I chose the blue lines because I thought it was objectively the best story because you get to see the redemption of Dimitri. Okay. Who is a fucking psycho? Okay, I have no idea any of these characters. So it's it's fine. it's fine. It's fine. Whatever. I won't play what that. What I so. thought was most interesting is that, and I could just be out of the loop because I've never seen it in a Fire Emblem game because I haven't completed a Fire Emblem game. They had the main protagonist, not like your character, but like the lead character of the house. He can get into a gay relationship. Right on. <laughs> I, I didn't know. And the thing is, it was like, it was the two most obvious characters because it was Dimitri and Dudu, and it's his vassal. So yeah, it's I like, bet it is. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it, it was cool. I was just like, if there Vassin was anybody that, asshole. <laughs> to that would get together, it should have been those two. Right. That's awesome. So I love that they put that, that in was, there. That was really fucking cool. Um, but other than that, it's just, it's an awesome game. I love the Blue Lion storyline. I know I'm going to say it over and over again. I'm probably going to, because I'm playing it on hard mode now. I'm going to play it on hard mode with Blue Lions again. And then there's an insanity mode. And I think it would make sense for me to do that with Black Eagles. Yeah. Just like, just some weird lore bullshit that's going in my mind. Like Everything's harder for the Nazis. <laughs> they're, they're supposed to be like us against the world. So... Yeah, that's that's the way that it plays out. But right now you're done with it because you're going to start playing Astral Chain. Oh, no. Astral Chain starts tomorrow. All right. I would play it tonight, but I got to go to the gym after the podcast. But yeah, Astral Chain starts tomorrow. I'll be playing more after tonight, too. So Um, Thursday reignited my love for Guilty Gear. I've been playing it nonstop. Yeah, I got Um, uh, I got a little salty. (laughs) Yeah, you did. You went for like 20 minutes just not saying anything. Well, okay, so a little backstory to that is uh, you guys were playing and I was hungry, so I just went to the kitchen and got some salsa and chips. So I was still salty, but I was like, (laughs) whatever. I got to go fucking eat something. But And it wasn't so much like I was – like obviously I was getting outplayed. That wasn't what was making me salty. It was just like – uh, all right, guys, are we agreeing on the no insta-kills or not? <laughs> the thing is, is that, okay, so we had a viewer join us. Yeah. I'm not going to say his name. I think he's Brett's Corey, friend. don't say his name. I'm not. Yeah, he's one of Brett's friends. Um, I'll call him out. <laughs> <laughs> don't give a shit. Uh, but we, we had one of the viewers come in and play. He's only played Guilty Gear all of, like, an hour. He just bought the game. So he's played on stylish mode, which is one-button combos. And Corey decided, oh, I'm not going to turn off these instant kills. I've never I'm set up a room before. So I didn't know like, that well, that was something that needed to be turned off. Can you read? I didn't read through all of it. The stream started, and I wanted to play Guilty Gear. 
Uh, it was super fun. It was though. like 20 minutes to set up. Yeah, it was absolutely a shit ton of fun. Um, we just need to keep doing that every Thursday. <laughs> the four of us, me, you, Brett, TJ, we were going at it for a little bit. You know, I played like eight games in a row and I was just like, okay, let me step back. Let me let you guys play for yeah. a little bit. You're the, you, you know, were gotta, the better. I mean, you were the more skilled guilty year player out of all of us. So absolutely don't ever forget it. Um, oh, now, I mean, I've started practicing <laughs> now. So you, if anything, you've reignited the, like, not so much that I want to get better than that, than Chris, but I want to get on the same level as him and beat his ass. Is, <laughs> like, is that bullshit blazing? Is that what you're saying? That is a uh, fuck you. Is like, <laughs> like shotgun, no head, motherfucker. <laughs> like um, it seems like such a simple combo that you were doing, and it does so much fucking damage. You start with the heavy slash, combo. and then you do like a the the overhead Bandit like bringer. rabbit punch, and then up into the overdrive. Like ah. Uh. It's not an overdrive. It's, it's just it's the dragon punch. Yeah, or the dragon, or not the yeah called. the overdrive, but like the no. Dra- it's 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 a solid combo. It's really effective. Yeah. It's also really easy to block. Yeah. Everyone had a difficulty with last night or Thursday night anyway. So no. And then you can't. And then you fucking Roman cancel out of it and just keep going with it. <laughs> that was no. That was fucking funny. So you were like charging up your tyrant rave or you're doing one of your specials, and I was like. Back, Soul's got this move where he like jumps to the back of the screen, yes, the boot, and then launches his boot. We call it the boot, but he launches his boot into the person's face. We got five, but it's automatic, <laughs> you can't control it. Like in any other situation, if I didn't have meter, I would have fucking died because yeah. I had like a sliver yeah, of health. Yeah, left. so he was getting ready, he he timed his fucking special. Right at the moment. And I said, oh, no. Oh, yeah, shit. Yeah, I think it's on the VOD. Like, oh, no. <laughs> what's the one match we had where you kept doing the boot, and every time you did the boot, I did the, what's the the dash into the... the ground viper. Yeah, the ground so viper. I would boot right into your yeah, ground viper. I think it was five it like times. I was like, here it comes. <laughs> four times. It, was, it wasn't planned. It was just, boom. Oh, okay, fine. Cool. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> just traded blows there. It's like, did you ever watch no. Yu Yu Hakusho? Mm-hmm. And it's when they do the what is it the knife fight where they put the knife behind. Oh, chewing you scared? Yeah, that fight's yeah. great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> where they're just trading blows with each other. <laughs> that first off, that's the best fight in the entire fucking anime. It's a good fight. Best there fight. are some best fight. That's fine, Chris, because you're always right. Anime. So <laughs> <laughs> it's good. The problem is, I feel like the the series falls off after that first dark tournament. Mm. I feel like there's that whole series where it's all about Kuwabara, and then I, even after that series, I think Kuwabara kind of drops off. Well, that's that's kind of like a, a mini thing, yeah. And Kuwabara does drop off a little bit. Um, I think it's called Episode Black with Sensui. Mm-hmm. That arc is really good. Is it? Okay, that I need to go back and watch really, that. You can really get them all good. on Blu-ray on you Amazon. Should. Yeah. Uh, The last arc is kind of like the, the, okay, what are you doing? But again, this is the same guy that does Hunter x Hunter, and he just loses interest or wants to go play Dragon Quest or gets sick. (laughs) Well, I think he, I think that last one was just like, all right, let's get it done. Let's round it out. Let's Let's, let's wrap it it up. Yeah. Yeah. Let's 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 not do Hunter x Hunter. Episode (laughs) Black or whatever the actual term for it was Sensui. That's a really good arc. You should go back and watch that. You know what is blowing up ever since you said about it is fucking Demon Slayer. Like, the internet is going crazy oh. over that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And the thing is, is that 
I'm still not super hyped for it because I'm not. I know I just got done talking about Yu Yu Hakusho, but this was back in the 90s. Yeah. Okay. 90s shonen is not the same thing as 2010 shonen. No. Like, I've just. It's hard. I don't want to say it's hard for me to get into My Hero Academia. There's a lot of things to like about My Hero. I, I love um, it. I'm so. Manga's fucking compared, popping off right now. <laughs> but, like, other th- other shows, like, I wasn't big on Naruto. I was big on Bleach for a while until they fell off. Woo! That was the opposite uh, with me, man. I was very. Really? I liked. I was. I did not like Bleach. I did not really? like Bleach. I just could never get into it. But I followed Naruto before it even came to the states. So Same. I I watched the first hundred and twelve episodes before the first episode in America even aired, and then right before the Shippuden uh, time jump, it's like a hundred episodes of filler, and I dropped yep. off real hard. And then Shippuden picked up, and I was like, oh shit. Shippuden's really good. Like, Sakura is awesome because she's getting trained by Tsunade. Oh, wait, she's still just fucking bad. She's terrible. And then... It's like being number three. This is the way that I look at it. It's like being number three because I do honestly think that Sakura is a decent character. Yeah. But she gets super overshadowed by, by Naruto and Sasuke. By the two god and, characters. Oh, <laughs> yeah, like, essentially. Like, they're, they're the most powerful people in the entire show, and then she has to play third wheel to that. Yeah. That. It would have made a lot more sense to me if they included her into the conflict, like, more heavily. Like, yeah. have Tsunade take a more, uh, a heavier role in training her up because right. they made a big deal about Orochimaru and Jiraiya and fucking Tsunade in the past, and they were supposed to be, like, these three big dick motherfuckers. Yep. And then... You're, oh, it's just like the past. You have the three, the three kids, and they're doing. Oh, oh no, no, no. Sakura is just. Yeah, she's just. Whatever. Yeah, uh, I read the manga. I finished it before the show ended, so I've read yeah, all of the Naruto same. manga. Choji was my man because Choji was always my man, and then he ends up getting the black chick at the end, which is even more like, oh yeah, Cho-, like the black chick that knows like lightning powers and shit like that. And I'm just like, Choji, you all right. <laughs> <laughs> well, there's that one episode where he goes like, because Choji was a joke for a long time, and mm-hmm. then like, there's that episode where you fucking think he dies because he took the red pepper pill, and I was like, fuck, I have an uncanny ability to my favorite character in an anime is always the fucking character that dies. So guess who my favorite character was in Full Metal Alchemist? Oh, I don't know. Hughes, the guy that the guy with the glasses that loves oh. his daughter. Yep. Yeah. Guess who my favorite character was in part one of JoJo? Zeppeli. He dies. <laughs> it goes even with two. Caesar. Avdol. I watched part four, got in love with a character, and almost cried because there was an episode where he almost died. <laughs> I was like, no, what is this curse that has been given to me? <laughs> I think what it is is that you are projecting yourself on these characters because you relate to them. And now they get murked. (laughs) Also, if you had your own manga, if if Scrubverse was a manga, you'd be the character that dies. I would be the one that dies that like uplifts everybody else after I I would be the Kamina. (laughs) Spoilers on that, by the way, that shit happens in episode seven. (laughs) Anyone that I recommend Gurren Lagan to and they're like, this show is fucking awesome. I'm like, yeah, what episode are you on? They're like five. I'm like. Oh, no. (laughs) And I'm like, keep going with it. And then a a day later, they're like, 
dude. <laughs> I'm like, I can't tell you. <laughs> like, the whole reason is the believe in me that believes in you. <laughs> I got to rewatch that again. That anime is so fucking good. Oh, my God. What the fuck were we talking about? It's something to do with your week. I don't know. <laughs> Guilty Gear. Guilty Gear. <laughs> we went from the that okay. to you. you, you actually, okay. Uh, fuck. Uh, I want to play more of it because I want to learn more character. I want to learn Sin. Sin is fucking dumb. Sin is fucking. Brett Sin is the stupidest. <laughs> yeah, no. Like, I, I started playing it today and I've been, like, labbing it up. And I'm, like, after every single major move, eating. Eating. You got to. That's eating. what you got to do. Just, not letting off any pressure. Just constantly fucking bitches up. Like his range is dumb. Sin, Sin has historically always been my worst matchup. I know Johnny is supposed to be the best character, but me as a sole player with a lot of the, I'm not gonna say that I play competitively, but I did go to tournaments for Guilty Gear. Mm -hmm. The people that I play with are Guilty Gear players. They're they're big time into it. If it's right. not their first game, it's in their top three. So I play with a lot of aggressive Guilty Gear players. My only difficulty has always come from Sin. Well, his overheads are ridiculous and his pokes. The reach. Yeah. Not just the reach, just some of the, the strategy that he has because he can cancel out of using his big fireball move that goes across the entire screen and chase you down. <laughs> he, yeah. It's stupid. Like if, he, Sin if you get in a corner, dumbest, you are fucked. Yeah. No, you're fucking done. I have to play so fucking safe with a rushdown character. <laughs> I saw it. In order I to saw fucking it a couple times. And we're not even good sin characters. <laughs> no, I'm not a good sin. My old roommate when I was living in North Carolina, he was a big time sin player. Like he he just knew the writing on the wall and he said sin is a badass motherfucker. Yeah. And so he started playing it, and he used to whip my fucking ass. And I sat there and was like, I have to adapt to this somehow. Yeah, if it's your I, worst matchup and you learn how it works, then you're going to be pretty good. <laughs> yeah, so uh, I want to get back into it, which kind of annoys me because I really like Exard. I think Exard is a really good staple in the series. It's it's. I know a lot of people say that X2 is the best in the series. I don't know. After playing 3, like... Right, I can understand why but, you're so worried about 2020 as well. With the way that Arxis has been approaching fighting games lately, they're trying to be very inclusive, and it's not a bad thing. Yeah, it's not. So it's going to be a major growing pain. Growing pain, but what I've seen from the games that Arxis has come out, even though they have taken a more inclusive approach with these games, mm -hmm. they still have depth. Yeah. Okay, you can still pick up Dragon Ball Fighter Z, and the game still has depth, even though it is auto combos. Yeah, it's also just fun to play as Vegeta and Piccolo and all that stuff too. Yeah, so. I mean, the, the, I think that's mainly the only reason the why I don't play a lot of fighters. Like, because I know that on Thursday I was bitching about it. I was bitching I was like it's auto combos is why I don't play fighters. Now the reason why I don't play fighters is I don't have the connection to Dragon Ball Z. Or Dragon Ball in general, as other people do. I that was my um, shit, man. I grew up with it. Yeah, um, I don't play Blaze Blue Cross Tag Battle because I have one. I I played a lot of Blaze Blue. I don't want to fuck up my staple characters from that game when I cross over. Mm -hmm. I'm not a fan of Ruby. That's why I don't play any of the Ruby characters. I play Undernight in Birth. That's why I don't play any of the Eunice characters. 
and Persona is garbage. The Persona fighting game is trash. So like what am I supposed to do with game. this fucking game? No, I mean the aesthetics is cool. I mean, but it's it's the, it's the aesthetics from Persona. You should pick up. So the why new... don't I just skip the bullshit and go straight to Persona? You should pick up the Power Rangers fighting game. The, ba- the new one, the Battle Network. I've been hearing it's pretty good. <laughs> is it the uh, the new one that came out from that small developer? Yeah, 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 I forgot yeah, what yeah, it was. Yeah. Max was playing it. Yeah, that game looks really really good. Yeah. My buddy, uh, my buddy that lives in Little Rock plays it really big. Like he's really big into it. Mm-hmm. I was looking, so I did that article over the. Uh, I'm gonna do a shameless plug here for Megavisions. I did an article for the Guilty Gear 2020 and partnering with Sega, and so was the Grand Blue or Grand Blue Fantasy Versus. Versus. And I went, I went and looked at some of the Evo play because they had it at Evo for people. Just I, I don't think it was an actual tournament. People were just playing it. That game is beautiful, and yeah, and that game is Me- so cool looking. So me and the one of my GameStop guys, the guy that I talked to, he's huge into he's like me. He's huge into fighters and he's huge into RPGs. That's just a and baby was, of the both. And we were we were talking about it weeks ago because he was just like, yeah, this Grand Blue Fantasy game that's coming out, it's a fighting game. And I'm just like, no, no, it's not. And he's just like, yeah. And we looked it up and it looked like a Muso game. Yeah. So we just chalked up. I was like, OK, it's a Muso game. No, it's an RPG that turns into a fighting game. Oh, is that what it is? It I think like the way that we were looking it over and I was looking at some of the gameplay, it's like an arena fighter. Which I mean, I know that I'm not really big on arena fighters. No. But apparently it's it's an RPG that turns into a fighting game. This gameplay that I was saw- seeing was just like Guilty Gear, which is 2D like it's 3D play- 3D models on the 2D plane where it's just like here's the match, let's start the match. Okay, I got I got to look back to it. But there are RPG elements yeah. in that game. Don't watch the trailer. Like, was... Go and actually watch the Evo footage. Okay, yeah. I, I watched the trailer, and that's probably what threw me off. The trailer's totally misleading from what it actually is. Like, the actual yeah. gameplay is okay. like... The gameplay looks awesome, man. Like, there's there's a mm-hmm. character... You play as... There's one character called Percival. I mean, you know, if you know anything about... I mean, I know a little bit about Grand Blue because I read the hentai, so... Oh, okay, there you yeah. go. Uh, but... <laughs> But Percival <laughs> uses like a big long great sword that if you let him charge up five fire charges, he just wrecks your ass and all that other stuff. So, nice. so the whole thing is like making sure that he doesn't get those charges off and also rushing him down the entire time. So mm-hmm. I don't know, it looks really fun. Uh, I might pick it up. Uh, but right now, Guilty Gear is just like Guilty Gear, Guilty Gear, Guilty Gear. It's so good. Let's play this week. I will. Yeah, uh, I probably play on Monday. Okay, Labor Day, fine. so that is a okay with me. Uh, last thing, um, one of the developers that I followed and kickstarted uh, with back in Magfest 2019, one step from Eden, um, he recommended to kickstart this new game called Dreamscaper. Um, oh, I didn't see this. It's yeah, uh, actually, let me share the link with you right now. Hopefully, you can see this. Um, see it it yeah. is a Binding of Isaac style hack and slash. But it's like 3D. The aesthetic is it's like nobody has any faces and it almost looks like he's like in this never ending nightmare. But the landscape is kind of like northwestern United States. It's like snowy, but it's mountainy and there's a lot of it's think Alan Wake. That's okay. the best way that I can put it. Like a, a whimsical Alan Wake. It's already backed. <laughs> yeah, it's 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 175 percent backed. So they, they've got it. Um, it just, 
it looks really, really interesting. I like the art style. It's almost like this horror style clay animation. Um, I am not a fan of the Binding of Isaac, oh, but I it's am. a hack and slash. I'm big into yeah, Binding. Yeah, I'm not. I like I like the premise. I like the story. I like the world building yeah. of the Binding of Isaac. I don't like the controls. I like Binding of any Isaac, Rogue's Legacy, all that stuff. Yeah, any control scheme where I have to control where my bullets are going mm. with my right stick is immediately I'm bad at the game. You don't like you wouldn't like Enter the Gungeon, which I feel like is a better version of Binding of Isaac. But uh, yeah, Enter the Twin Gungeon stick is great. games. Twin stick games do not work out well for me. I'm not good at first-person shooters. I'm not either. I'm not good at twin stick games. So that's why I don't play Brothers. Or uh, What is it? Yeah, Brothers, a, a Tale or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Came out years ago. You know what I'm talking about. So if we're, Just, if we're ever at a mystery tournament and I want to make sure to beat you, pull up Smash TV. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, you're right. You're you right. Yeah, I'll check this out. I'm always... Like, I'm... I feel like the backing, like, I mean, I was, there was a part, part, or there was a point where I was just backing games on Kickstarter, like, left and right, and uh, mm-hmm. got burned real hard with Mighty Number no. 9, I got burned with Last Year, I got, uh, I didn't get burned with River City Ransom, uh, the new one, that one was fun. Uh, Are you talking about River City Girls? Uh-uh. This was a River City Ransom game that came out a couple years ago that Kickstarter, River City Ransom... It has it has an extra word with it, and it's like DX, huh? No, that's Retro City Rampage. Never mind. No, uh, it's something. Uh, game came out. It was a good game. It was like an homage to the original and all that stuff too. So, uh, I mean, Subverse, which I haven't heard anything about that lately. So maybe they're just doing what they got to do. They're just probably developing it. Oh, I yeah, didn't tell me... you, but two weeks ago I did finally played Koikatsu Party. In... Okay. How'd it go? I can dig it. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't play the story mode. I just went right to the sex. I was, I was like, I got to see how this is. And there's a couple in there, and I'm like, all right, this is my jam. Like, this is okay. I'm going to have to turn that, uh, now that I work for Mega Visions and they can see the games I'm playing, I'm going to have to get that old uh, uh, hide my <laughs> games that I'm playing when. <laughs> oh, now you give a shit. Yeah, when there's someone that's employed me on, that follows me on Discord. <laughs> It's like if you had a LinkedIn uh, that said, like, what porno you were watching. <laughs> <laughs> you turn that shit off. Um, I also backed a game called Subverse. My Name is Pip or My Boy Pip or something like that. That was okay. You know, I heard about that. It is, I, it is. I didn't. I just word of mouthed it. That's yeah, because you start uh, off as a character that's 8-bit, and then if you get hit, you go down to 1-bit. You turn into a brick. But if you get okay. if you get an upgrade from one bit, you go back to eight bit, and then if you get an upgrade from eight bit, you go to sixteen bit. That's cool. It was interesting, but I just couldn't keep my attention long enough. Rip. That's my fault. Um, Subverse came out with an update on the twenty eighth, so oh, nice. three days ago. I need to I need to read yeah. up on that. They probably got their voice actors, even though we didn't apply in time. <laughs> uh, they released the closed beta, so if you paid seventy five pounds or more, you can jump in there. I did not. <laughs> Neither did I. I think I did fifty. Model teases. Uh, yeah, yeah, cool. That's the the it. reason we're talking so much right now is we have four news articles. <laughs> you know, it wasn't even fucking planned. We said this will be a short podcast. It never is. 
<laughs> it's an hour and a half in. But we have some good material so far, so <laughs> I'm not even... Yeah, I guess. We could blow through the news. Like, I mean, a lot of it is blow through worthy. I mean, I would, I'm not going to say that, but a lot of it is we can get through it. So I'm going I'm to let you start. You're up to bat. Um. So the PS5 reveal date has possibly been revealed. Uh, YouTuber Mystic claims that he knows when Sony will probably reveal the PS5 on an on 4chan. Uh, according to the rumor, we can possibly expect to see it on February 12, 2020. Uh, in addition to the leak, we can also possibly see some information on games like The Ghost of Tsushima or The Last of Us Part Two, mm -hmm. along with other upcoming games. And there's also a lot of third-party support, apparently. Uh, even though it is most likely to be a rumor and it's not coming from the most credible source, this wouldn't be uncommon. Right, right. Sony revealed the PS4 back in February 2013 during a special PlayStation meeting. So the argument being made is it would be too risky for Sony to sit on the reveal until E3 2020. With all those leaks because, that have been happening with E3. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Because there's a shit ton of leaks that goes on right before. You know the lineup. Before E3 comes out. Yeah, which astounds me. But we also know now, like, E3 started off as it's all about the games. It's a trade show now. Mm -hmm. It's not all. No, 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 no. Vice versa. Is that what it was? It was a trade. Yeah, it was originally a trade show okay. where, you know, big wigs from corporations would come out and say, hey, these are the shit games that we will be coming out with to support your consoles. And it flipped on the head. Publishers, developers, and it, it flipped because now a whole lot more. Because there was less and less people going to E3 starting in the early 2010s, and then Nintendo pulled out and says, we're just going to do directs. I do like their directs. The directs are really good. but Pre-recorded directs are really good and don't have to like have that person going like, woo! <laughs> yeah. Or you don't have the 20-minute opening of some white dude playing on a Japanese flute. I mean, don't get me wrong. He was really good at it. <laughs> But still, but, I mean, I could have just skipped right to the gameplay. I want game. I I personally want games more. So I think I would have liked E3 earlier back in the day. I didn't follow yeah, it. So it was much when it I was, was a lot more streamlined. It was a lot more interesting in in my opinion. Yeah. But times have changed, and now E3 is becoming more of a con than it is a trade show. Mm -hmm. I would like to go to Tokyo Game Show. Tokyo Game Show looks pretty cool. Tokyo Game Show does look very cool. I remember seeing it years ago when I was watching X Play. Um, Boy, that's a little our younger that's dating our yourself, younger man. viewers will be like, what? <laughs> what the fuck is X Play? Is that that thing that comes on every year with the skateboarders? <laughs> with the old ass Tony <laughs> I Hawk about the X Games. Oh man, you know he's still around. Oh yeah, his Twitter's fantastic. Yeah, because everyone doesn't believe awesome. that he's Tony Hawk. Yeah, it's great. So. Uh, yeah, with the, it, I would agree. It is really risky to try and wait until the E3 2020. Uh, so I don't know. I, I'm, I'm on the fence about this article because again, it's from 4chan and I used to be on 4chan all the time. So I understand how 4chan can be, but I don't know. Guess what? Let's wait and see. Yeah. That's what we're gonna I, do. I think that March, February, March timeframe is probably yeah. accurate, though. I, I still want Whatever. the stupid fucking V design so bad. I'm not going to get it. It's going to change, but we'll see. Uh. So, Corey, tell me about this thing called WoW Boy, Classic how much I'm time looking, you got? <laughs> I am looking at this GIF, and there are wolves everywhere. 
There are people everywhere. They're jumping from like one side of the field to the other, just like instantly. Yeah. All right. So first, I'm gonna give you a little rundown. I do come from okay. a lot of WoW. I used to play WoW for seven years. I started at the end of Burning Crusade, which was the second installment of World of Warcraft, the second expansion. I started right at the end, and I played. My jam was Wrath of the Lich King. Played all the way through the Wrath of the Lich King. I was a raid leader, all that shit. Uh, I picked up, played in Cataclysm, fell off really hard and missed the Pandaria. Didn't play Warlords of Draenor, even though I should have, and then picked it back up in Legion and just kind of dropped it off. But, so, that's my background with the game. So, you could say that I like World of Warcraft. While Classic, I don't think people fully understand what they were asking for. And now that they have it, they're like, this is great. This is week one. This is week one of this game. Everyone's like, this is great. I'm like, talk to me in three months. Talk to me in three months because there is a lot of people that are going to drop off this game in about three months. My buddy, I don't won't say his name, but my buddy that works at Blizzard isn't even playing this. He's like, he's like, yep, I played three, three hours of it. Wow, Classic's not for me. I so back in the day, especially in 2014, wasn't he like a big like wow or a wow yeah fan? He was with also? me during Wrath of the Lich King, like okay. like we raided in the same apartment. Like <laughs> he was, I was yelling at him, being like, "Hey, you got to do this." He's like, "All right, well, move him. Like you're taking, so move him over." I'm like, "All right, got it." Like we didn't have to have Ventrilo for us to. For you young viewers, Ventrilo is something that came out before fucking Discord. So anyway. Uh, but yeah, so World of Warcraft, uh, classic, I think it takes place, uh, I can't remember, it's the patch, oh, crap, what was it? It's gotta be in this article. Uh, I think it's Drums of War. 1.2. Okay, The yeah. Drums of War pack, uh, it's right before, so this is releasing right before the Dire Maul dungeon came out, and I believe the raids that you can do right now are Blackrock Spire, might be Molten Core, I can't remember which one it is, and then Onyxia's Lair. Both 40-man raids. Uh, Yeah. Back in the day, Chris, raids were 40-man. Yeah. Holy shit. 40-man raids back on old-ass Roadrunner internet. <laughs> if you were lucky, you could play this game on AOL, which is what I had. But anyway, WoW Class has, has exceeded Blizzard's expectations big time. They're like, holy shit. Like, they're making a buttloads of money off of this right now. Um, mm-hmm. The thing is, back in 2004, I had a lot of time to waste because I didn't have anything going on. Uh, right. This is be- this is back before a lot of quality of life changes. Some will ag- some will argue, which I will agree with them, that the quality of life changes have become a little too much, where the game is just like not even. You log in, do your dailies, and then you log out. Uh, this back in the day, uh, I'm talking. You had to walk everywhere. You didn't get a mount, so the level cap is level 60. You didn't go to get a mount to level 40. You had to walk and use your flight point, flight paths, which by the way, you had to run to everywhere and get those flight paths in the beginning. You don't just get all the flight paths. You basically had to okay. walk everywhere in the world of Warcraft to get the flight paths and all that. So you're running around charting your your yes, highways. Right. Okay. Uh, I would all any new players. I would recommend once you get to a level, certain level that you feel like you're good. I would recommend going around and getting all those damn flight paths so you never have to worry about it again. But 
the game has been super successful. I believe in the first, I think there's like still 300, 330,000 viewers on. It's the number one game on Twitch right now. Like yeah. it's even beating. I'm looking at the Twitch tracker. I just re- refreshed it. Oh, yeah. Uh, 230,000. There's 5,000 live channels right mm-hmm. now. Bigger than Fortnite. Um, bigger than everything right now. It's so yep. weird. Like, it's just like, what fucking year are we in right now? <laughs> but uh, I don't know, man. I can't. So let's get into the bad things that happened this week. Uh, yep. So first of all, the queues for certain servers. What was the highest number wait time you saw? 15 hours. I saw three days. <laughs> what? I saw like probably like there were somewhere like a couple thousand minutes and all this other stuff. Like it was it was bad. Like that's insane. I will say I personally do like I'm allowed to not like some people in life. There is a streamer. His name is he's a he's a World of Warcraft streamer called Osmond Gold. Asmund Gold. He's pretty big. Sure. He was playing on launch, got in, playing for a few hours. Uh, everyone in the server got kicked out because the server went down. He logs, goes to log back in. Usually they give you a two-minute grace period that if you log out, log back in, you automatically, you don't lose your spot in the queue. Right. He lost his spot in the queue. This dude had a full fucking breakdown on stream. Like, praying to God. Hey, you saw all of it. You saw anger, you saw fear, you saw you, you saw everything but acceptance. <laughs> so uh I know that's really bad for me to laugh at someone's misfortune, but it, it's it's crazy. Like it was ridiculous. Yeah, fuck it. It was ridiculous. I'm talking it said I think his was another five hours to get back in again. <laughs> so the queue times were, and obviously, yeah, you could just get out of queue and go to another server and be like, I'm in right away. But if mm-hmm. you and a group of your friends are wanting to play on a specific server, then you're kind of fucked because back in the day you created a character on a server. There was no cross server, all that shit. You played on that server and that was it. Uh, right. Someone's already, someone hit level 60 yesterday. Like took him three days. How long has it been out for? Uh, it took a, uh, it took him three days to get sixty. Wow. Yeah, but the thing is, apparently, so the way mobs spawn in WoW Classic is, if you are in, if you do group hopping, like the way sp- mobs will spawn faster. So at one point, instead of doing questing and stuff like that, he was just mob spawning, and just killing stuff nonstop. And that's how he was able to reach it so quick. He was four. When he hit 60, the only other person that was close to him was level 56. But the thing is, he hit 60, and now he's got to wait for 39 other people to to hit 60 so he can start doing endgame. I don't know, man. Like, I will tell you right now, they have also said that it's gotten so, like, the next update is going to introduce the Dire Maul raid. Well, not the raid, the Dire Maul dungeon. It's also going to introduce PvP uh, honor system. So you can start getting your honor and all that stuff. That's the big thing is people are going to be playing PvP. It's going to start introducing a Rathi Basin, Alteric Valley, all that stuff. Uh, those are all PvP maps and all that stuff. It's capture the flag or uh, get the most resources or capture the most points and hold on to the points as long as you can. I don't think this is for me right now. I didn't play Classic back in the day. 
Uh, also, the next expansion or the next updates will also bring out next Ramus, which is like the big raid of vanilla and all that stuff. Uh, another forty man raid, all that shit. You're gonna we're gonna get molten core. All the raids were forty man back in the day. They were like all that shit. So I don't know, man. If it's gotten so successful, and if Blizzard sees like, hey, this is very successful, let's just fucking reset the clock. Let's just start from this. People are loving this. Let's just redo it again. And then once, because mm-hmm. the first three expansions are good. The main game, Burning Crusade, and Wrath of the Lich King. Wrath of the Lich King is the pinnacle. Like, I feel like it's the pinnacle. So maybe they're just going to restart everything, and Cataclysm is where it started going downhill. Maybe they're going to redo. I don't know. If we get to a point where we have WoW Classic Wrath of the Lich King, you won't hear from me for a while. Because I'm back in it. Wrath of the Lich King was my fucking jam. Like, give me my shaman. Give me my give me my three-button healing rotation shaman and my four-button mage. Like, it was so good. And the thing is with Wrath of the Lich King, the, all, everything... All these stories, it's like Avengers, and it's like Infinity War. All these stories are coming to one guy, whether it be Thanos, but in this situation, it's the Lich King. All of these Mm -hmm. situations that have fucked up people's lives or all this stuff that's happened is because of this one guy, and we're going to take care of him. And it's really, really, really well executed, so I love that raid. Ice, uh, Ice Crown Citadel is one of my favorite raids. Blizzard's making tons of money off of this. Like again, there is no free to p- free version on all this shit. This is fifteen dollars a month, and you got the game. You can play the game. So, the thing is, I might. I'm playing Final Fantasy. I've got so many games right now to play. I can't. I don't. Literally, I would tell you back when I was playing WoW, it would be wait. It would wake up, and I worked night shift. I would work three to twelve at a restaurant. I would wake mm-hmm. up at probably one thirty. Take a shower, get ready for my shift, work, play WoW all night. Rinse and repeat. That was it. That's all I did. So I can't do that shit anymore, man. I don't have, I just can't do it. <laughs> yeah. But it it's really surreal to see, like, to log on to Twitch and be like, WoW Classic. It's not even WoW Battle for Azeroth that's number one. It's WoW motherfucking Classic. <laughs> that is number one game right now. So, yeah, but uh, from what I've been understanding, the queues are getting better. Queue times are get going down. I'm looking at this screenshot, and there is just a line of people waiting to turn in this one quest. So, people are starting now. They're starting to do the wait, uh, turning in a quest, or they're waiting in line to kill the quest boss. Yeah. So, it's bringing back that era of, like, let's all be human. Let's all wait our turn, but there's always that one guy that's like, fuck you, and just runs in, gets the kill, then runs away. <laughs> mm-hmm. So, I don't, it, it looks great. Uh, it, that's the thing. It, I'm on both sides of it. It looks great, but I don't want to play it. Because I, when I was at BlizzCon 2018, I got to play WoW Classic. And so one of the quality of life changes is if you need to go kill 15 raptors to get their heads, their head will always drop because they have a head. <laughs> Not in WoW Classic. Like, oh, I need to go. It, it was a percentage? It's a percentage. I You can literally kill 55 of these and get two heads. That's stupid. Like, the way the RNG works. It's real dumb. But 
if you got time, like if you don't have any other games you're playing and you love how it was back in 2014, then not 2014, 2004, all for it. Go. I, I will. The numbers are going to drop off, though. People are going to start dropping off after a couple months. Yeah, I can see that. Yeah. I can see that. Lots of streamers. Lots of people I follow on stream that are just streaming it. Lots of people that have never played WoW are picking it up. So, I don't know. I'm still holding out for Diablo 4 this year. So, <laughs> Fingers crossed. Yep. All right. That's, anyway. that's all I got to say about WoW. You ain't got shit to say about WoW. <laughs> I've never played. Like, I first heard about WoW when my stepbrother played it and that was all that he did i already came from a super strict family right so i didn't see all watching, these twitter posts about wow let me look them up real quick yeah they're they're all dumb like there's there's one of them there that's just like a, an entire horde of wolves i forgot about the fucking pablo the pablo escobar memes <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> those are great dude there were so many people that were so like we're like we're going live in such and such and like they just hit the queue like ross o'donovan mm. he just made his entire stream was like i went and i'm eating and you know doing laundry and stuff and his queue is number nine is uh, like 900 he's like i'll be back in a bit granted it wasn't like a full actual 900 minutes but it's still a long fucking time <laughs> Yeah, it's an estimate. It's Windows. It time. fluctuated like a mofo too. Yeah. Oh yeah, there's the line of people waiting. Oh, that's so cute. Mm-hmm. We'll we'll but get someone else doing the Leroy Jenkins. They'll bring that back because that happened. Maybe Leroy Jenkins will bring it back. Uh, I don't know if he plays the game anymore. I know he's got it. I mean, this would be the perfect time for him, to do right? That. Just to come. He's got his own Hearthstone, Hearthstone card. Really? Yeah. It's actually a really good card. <laughs> It was a 6-2, like, 5-drop with charge. But it filled up your opponent's uh, side with whelplings. <laughs> uh, with 1-1 one, one whelplings. But mm-hmm. you can just board wipe and take care of that. I don't know. I played it in an aggro hunter deck back in the day. So, anyway. Yeah, I'm done with talking about WoW. <laughs> cool. Talk about Fuck resurrected it. things. <laughs> uh... It's- <laughs> you know, there's there's a term like, you know, rising from the ashes, the, the phoenix lives again or some stupid shit like that. This is like some fucking necromancer revives the body of a half decomposed corpse and is trying to say, yeah, it's just, it's just as good as the real thing. <laughs> Have you ever read the book Mogworld? No. It's a, it's a really good book you should check out. It's about a NPC in an in a MMO that gets killed and then resurrected by a a necromancer and then the necromancer gets killed and he's just like well what the fuck do i do with my life (laughs) and it's him just like it's it's you should read it it's a really good book i'll check it out um well telltales telltale games which shut down last year uh is now being revived after all of its assets were purchased by a company called lcg entertainment uh, this new company is going to sell some of Telltale's older catalog and is now also going to focus on some newer stuff with a few Telltale-associated properties. Um, it's being headed by this guy named Ginny Otley and Brian Waddle. Neither one of these guys have ever worked for Telltale. No, when... I'm, <laughs> I'm reading right now, and it says 
Attili has spent much of his career in mobile games, most recently as founder and CEO of Galaxy Pest Control, which is known for the Duck Dynasty and Power Rangers. So we're clearly talking about quality here. A plus. <laughs> I'm sorry to uh, steal your thunder on that, but I read that. I was like, what? No, 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 no. no. It's okay. Um, neither one of them worked a Telltale. There's, they're, they're also saying, hey, yeah, we're going to bring back some of the older games, but we're not going to do the story adventure style games. You know how yeah. it's like you're watching an episode right. of a show and mm-hmm. you just go through all the actions on it. They're like, no, we're just going to make regular action games out of these. So The Wolf Among Us, which works for like a storybook or a comic or like an episodic it's a character adventure. Action game. <laughs> it's It's going to be like. It's an action game, but you don't fight anything. You just go around trying to solve other people's fucking problems. So it's a simulation. (laughs) More or less a scripted simulation that you can't make all of your own decisions that you want to. The problem is The Wolf Among Us was good. (laughs) Yeah, The Wolf Among Us was good. It was a great game. Probably one of the best that Telltale ever came out with. Like, I don't like The Walking Dead. The first one actually made me tear up. Like, it is really, really... Yeah, really but good. it's – and they should have just ended it there because like, no, part, part, yeah, part two, part three. Yeah, part two, part three is like – no. I love Guardians um, of the Galaxy, but that one wasn't good. <laughs> that wasn't good. Batman Tales was – Tales from uh, the Borderlands. Tales from the Borderlands was yeah. good. Uh, the Game, Game of, of Thrones, Thrones was not. And the Batman I don't no. think was either. No, it was not. I own that fucking trash. Yeah. My question they also here- do – Go ahead. I'm sorry. Did they also do fucking um, Life is Strange, or is that Square Enix? I think that's that's that's, that's Square, Square Enix, Enix. Yeah, that's Square Enix. That's that's trash too. Fuck that game. Uh, my question here is why? <laughs> For the name, why bring it back. For the name, is that why? I mean, it's 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 already an established company studio. You can say they will have access to the older assets the older ips that's true um it's 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 an easy investment for them it's kind of like with the shit that's going on with toys r us toys r us closed down but now they're bringing it back just with this new spin on it it's amazon for toys do this yeah it sucks but it's, this is exactly what's going to happen with gamestop GameStop's going to go under, and then they're going to revitalize it and be like, we sell fucking baseball bats now. <laughs> like, what? <laughs> they're not going to sell. Ba- they'll probably sell video games online, or they'll be like a digital distributor. Yeah. Very similar in this vein of G2A. Yeah. I don't know. It's the thing that really bothers me is that they are calling out or they're reaching out to all the older Telltale employees and they're telling them, yeah, man, you can have your job back. Nah. You'll be freelancing. (laughs) So we're not going to give you any benefits and you're going to work on a day-by-day basis. That's like like dangling in front of your face. Like, yes, job back, but nah. I've never heard of... Okay, you know how there's day workers? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like you go to a Home Depot and there's a bunch of guys out there and you just say, I need two. Yeah. Totally this, legal. I've never seen the day. I've never seen the day worker equivalent to video. <laughs> now games. you have, thanks to like thanks Until to new now. Telltale games. <laughs> like that's crazy. Uh, but yeah, no, no benefits, no 
Could you be the guy that's proposing that? Be like, all right, Chris, we need you to go tell these employees that got fired last year that they can go back to work and have their position back, but no benefits, and they're going to get lucky to get paid. They don't know if they have a job. (laughs) Yeah, they're... They'll know tomorrow if they're going to come yeah, back. Yeah, we're going to pay them an exposure. It's just, it's just permanent. <laughs> it's just permanent. Like every single day. Hey, do you, I still have a job? No. Could you imagine living no, with we that? We don't need you. Being like, do I have a job no. tomorrow? <laughs> and you know, people make the argument. It was just like, well, if you don't like it, just get a better job. Fuck you. I argue. Well, yeah, one, fuck you. Two, I would argue that it's not that easy. It ain't. It's There's the... The the analogy that Always Sunny made, where it's just like, oh, let me go get my job helmet, jump into my job <laughs> can, shoot over to Job Island, where all the jobs fall off of the fucking job trees and some shit. I know I botched that up, but that's, no, that's pretty about much the same. That's a, that's about what it is. Jobs don't grow on trees. No. Okay. So if you and sometimes when you get stuck in a job that you become that becomes a financial anchor to you. That you just, oh, I'm sorry, I can't make time to go to this next interview because I have my fucking job to go to. Yeah. And the other, I can only do the interview between fucking eight and three, <laughs> which, oh, wait, those are my fucking hours for the job I'm currently And at. I can't take a day oh, off because I, I don't have benefits. <laughs> or I can't take a day off because they'll just fucking fire yeah. me. If I'm late, for, if I'm late from coming like back that. from lunch, I might not have a job tomorrow. <laughs> That's stupid. I, I, I want to know, like, what jobs these people have that make that analogy. There can't be many because of these just, people that are going to take this up. They've gotten other jobs. Hopefully. Yeah, I mean, Skybound. They picked up, like, almost a lot of the people that were at Telltale got picked up by Skybound, from what I'm understanding. And and they were like, hey, we're the new Telltale, even though we're not Telltale. We're Skybound. You got you to gotta respect the balls that are on these guys. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's. I'm also very curious nuts. to anyone that took the offer. I would like to see like how many people did. I hope it's zero. <laughs> it's not even them. Like, I I doubt that. Maybe one percent. Like the ten percent that sucked, as far as working at Telltale went. Yeah, they might have taken it, but I just feel like. This is probably going to appeal to the guys that are just coming out of Full Sail University that are looking for a job in the industry. (laughs) And they're just like, yo, let's – yeah, fuck it. I need money. I work for Telltale. Which year? Yeah. Which year? 2019. Get out. (laughs) And you're going to get paid because apparently they don't get paid well. Well, QA doesn't get paid well. I don't know about developers. But either way, whatever. Anyway, good news. No, that's not good news. No, no. Segwaying into good dead. news. Oh, no, yeah, no, this is fine. Segwaying into good news. Uh, we have... Give me a second. We've got the Mega Man Zero and ZX Legacy Collection coming out. Uh, for, I think right now, definitely for PlayStation and Xbox One? I know for a fact PlayStation. I think I, I, think I just had the fucking Medicare... Oh, God damn it. But... Uh, with Switch coming later, I think I think there's a lot of people saying that if it, there is not a Switch port coming, that this... I mean, all the other ones got Switch. No, Nintendo already released a trailer for oh, it, did so they? coming Perfect. out on the Switch. Because I was like, the other two collections are already on it. So, mm-hmm. But yeah, uh, if you've never played uh, 
the Mega Man X, not Mega Man X, the Mega Man uh, Z series and all that stuff. Definitely play those games. Mega Man Zero series. They are, they're different. They're not like your original Mega Man X and Mega Man and all that stuff. They're, they follow the story of Zero. This is like, what, a hundred or a thousand? I think it's a hundred years after. Is it that much after X? It's a hundred or a thousand. I can't remember which one it is. I think I think it's a thousand. I think it's a real long time. Yeah, and this is like a new zero. Oh. It's not. It's a new body zero, but it's still zero's consciousness and all that stuff. That's why he looks drastically different. That this when I first saw these games, it off. I was off put by them because I was like, I don't like the side. Like why? That's not zero. That's not my zero. <laughs> so, but I actually sat down a few years ago. I picked them. These were previously on Game Boy Advance, and I think there was a port to 3DS. And uh, maybe not a port. There was a collection that came out for the for the the DS, DS. or the three DS, and they're good games. They, I mean, it's the very it's a lot like the old Mega Man games where you just you know you're jumping and shooting and you got your wall dashes and all that stuff. But they introduce the pixies and like they do extra things and all that stuff, like the cyber pixies. And it's got very good storyline. I think over all four games, a lot of the characters, enemies that become friends and all that other stuff, they play a big part throughout the entire thing. And I don't want to. I mean, I'm not going to give away the games and all that stuff, but. It's coming out, available January 21st, 2020 on PlayStation 4. I don't know the release date for the Switch one, but yeah, definitely check that out. Support good games by Capcom. Capcom's, Sega and Capcom are just hitting it right now. Like, they're doing good. Yeah. Like, we got, like, Capcom's making buttloads of money. Not off of Street Fighter Five. that's fine. We've got Monster Hunter, all these re-releases that are coming out of, like, these older Mega Man games and all that stuff. Also, what, what did we see? We saw... New games coming out for Resident Evil, not not new games, but someone was talking about. It. I think Brett had. Yeah, there was like a Resident Evil, Mega Man, uh, Mega Man, and Sen Kagura or whatever you. No, Sengoku Basara. Sengoku Basara. Yeah, I've never played the fucking game. It's really really good. That anime is really good too. Mega Man Zero is my favorite series. Is it really? As far as all the Mega Mans are, yeah, I'm. I love the Zero series. So, I'm. I'm like, eh, with the NES versions. I did not like the X series all that much. I liked X 1 through 5. I dropped off really hard once it started going to, like, 6 and then the PS2 ones. I'm not big on the X series, but when Zero came out, I'm just like, okay, let me go ahead and check this out. I am all about Sword Boys because I really liked Zero. All all I wanted to do when I played the X series was play play. You didn't get that in X 1. You, no, you didn't get that in X. You got it in X two so, and X three. Mega Man Zero scratched that itch, and they're really fucking solid games. So I am buying these probably day one. Yeah, these are great. Uh, and there's there's fucking a race mode built in. Yeah, you you could like you you could do races. I also saw that you can do like to have the original sprite work and all that stuff, or you mm-hmm. can have the clean mode, new filters. Yeah. So, yeah, there it is, Z-Chase. Yeah, Z-Chase mode. Race on two screens while you chase your rival. I'm hoping that they do an online version of that, to be honest. Like, it probably wouldn't be very good with the Switch because their internet sucks. Uh, You could pick up, I mean, you could buy third-party stuff to make the internet better. 
to have a wired I mean, connection. Yeah, I, I had the hard wire yeah. thing, but even then, like I saw, I watched that video. No. I watched that video about Rich uh, from Rich from Review Tech modding his uh, Switch dock. Did you? I have not watched that video because if you're tired of your Switch dock, I don't know how big of a problem your Switch dock is for you. But also, I put it in the Switch dock and it plays on my TV. He made it to where this is just a very easy, you just pop it right. It doesn't have to slide into a big mechanism that could potentially scratch your screen. But if you have a Switch, you should have a tempered screen screen cover on it, tempered glass. But uh, I don't know. It's like 15 bucks and it's not like, you know, most third party mods, uh, if you're not careful over time, will fucking brick your Switch. That's what I'm worried about. This takes the exact circuit board that's in your Switch dock and puts it into a new case. That's all it does. I'll wait a year and see how people react. Oh, 15 bucks. Uh, but the thing is, too, Rich has two Switches. So if one goes kaput, then... Yeah, yeah, yeah that man has money. <laughs> so I don't care. Yeah. And his job is in video games. He doesn't have a fucking certification he has to pay for. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> fucking $500 bullshit. Ugh, that sucks. Uh, but yeah, that's just to have like three letters behind my name. <laughs> that's all we got for the news. Told you that wasn't bad. No. I told you like that news was like maybe 20 minutes. So <laughs> it was a little bit longer than that. But yeah, no, that wasn't bad at all. Yep. What do we got going on? What do we got going on? Uh, tomorrow, we are, I personally am starting up. I do my streams on Megavision Sunday, Tuesday, and I. I think we can fairly say that I'll be probably the main one hosting on Thursday nights unless somebody unless I can't make it like if I'm traveling or something like that. Uh, tomorrow we're picking back up on the stream. We're going to pick Sonic 3 back up. Uh, we're going to finish. Are you going to start from the beginning or are you going to go? Where no, we'll from? pick off where we left off because we didn't do any of the the rewind on Sonic 3. That was all on Sonic 2. What zone are you up to? Are you on Hydrocity still? Yes. I don't know. I haven't played. I haven't looked at it since I played it last week. We're on the one. Okay. We're on, no, 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 no. Casino night. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because I just got night. you um, told me the trick to the drum the of death. Shit. So yeah, I, I couldn't let you just fucking. Sit well, I started and getting like, it, and then I was like, oh, okay, that's dumb. But it is stupid. If we're able to get through it uh, quick enough, because I want that stream to be kind of, kind of like a longer stream, like a five-hour stream. Uh, we'll go through and play as Knuckles, too. Or Knuckles as well. Okay. But uh, then we're... I'm actually going to bring it up to Chris and Scotty to be like, hey, can we just make Sunday like we can play whatever we want? It doesn't have to be specifically Sega IP related and all that stuff. Uh, But we'll see. I would like to... There's... Sega is like one of those companies where you look look at a game and be like, wait a second, Sega had something to do with this? Yeah. Like... So it's like, it's not hard. Like I would like to just play five hours of Astral Chain on 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 Steam stream tomorrow, like that would be great. But I'm hoping to maybe like incorporate some of those games that I played on my previous on my personal channel. Like we didn't finish Mario. It's gonna be tough to try and swing Mario on a Mega Visions channel, but yeah, it's probably not gonna. Happen. I could still. We'll see. Scotty had said that maybe possibly that could be a day. It's a lazy Sunday stream, so maybe we could just stream what whatever the hell. But I got some other games that I would like to try and incorporate into it. But I think I think since I'm dedicating Tuesday nights to Yakuza, which is we're going to be playing more Yakuza Zero on Tuesday nights, and then uh, this Thursday and Wednesday, I don't know if Scotty's going to stream on Wednesday, but there will not be a stream from me 
or Scotty on Thursday. TJ might. TJ might host something because he's not going to be at the marathon because he can't because of, I think, you know, personal reasons. But uh, there will be a stream on Friday night, which is going to be a test slash setup stream. And then the big head honcho marathon starts at 7 a.m. Eastern Standard Time on September 7th. It is the Dreamless Dreamcast Marathon or the Dreamcast Dreamless Marathon, whichever one it is. And But, yeah, tune in. We are, I think, our extra life goal. We're raising money for the Pittsburgh Children's Hospital. I think our goal is, our goal on the extra life website is 500. We've gotten $60 so far. I don't know where it came from. But uh, we do have milestones. I think if we hit 420, something happens. I don't know what game we play. I'd have to look at the post again. Uh, 600. Uh Oh fuck! I forgot what it I'll was. I'll keep talking. Six hundred and sixty-six. Something stupid. Six hundred and sixty-six is for sure. Sonic Shuffle and Popeye's chicken sandwiches. If we can get them, but we're probably not going to be able to get those. <laughs> yeah, they're probably not going to be for fucking no. sale. You know that they have actual promotional posters now that say like have it's the same exact poster as before, but they have photoshopped the sandwich out and then put in parentheses "Be right back." Yeah. That's ballsy to send out promotional advertisement on we're out of stock of this. So raise $420, Death Crimson XO. What I don't know what that nonsense? is. And again, I really hope right we now. get $1,000 because I want this Megavisions tattoo. So <laughs> Scotty started coming around. He goes, Scotty goes, you know, I haven't gotten some new ink in a while. <laughs> so, <laughs> so we'll see. It's going to be fun, though. We're starting off with Sonic Adventure 1. Uh, I know for a fact we're going to be there all the time. Like, I think Saturday we're probably going to get up, what, 5 o'clock, shower, get ready, and then head over At there? At least. Yeah. At least. So it's going to be a really fun time. Uh, this Death Crimson OX fucking game, it's just a bunch of, like, armored Death Knights running out with these machine guns and scythes, and you just shoot them up, like, in a... House of the well, Dead. stop spoiling it. We got to get to 420 first, man. <laughs> well, maybe I'll just like edit this out, whatever. No, you see, th- no, you keep this in because this is you trying to get the intel so that you're good at the game so that you don't look like you're shit on stream. <laughs> and you're cracking up because you know I'm right. Corey's right this Always. time. <laughs> Always. But yeah, that's what we got going on. Uh, I got Labor Day stuff. I mean, Labor Day is a stupid fucking holiday invented by white people so <laughs> in the honor of I concur. in the honor of working we're not gonna work <laughs> that's basically what labor oh my birthday's wednesday too so we'll see how that goes is it bad that i'm super excited to go to this retro also the the sponsor of the stream is a a retro game shop up in i believe the philadelphia area pittsburgh area called warp zone so check that out they have a website and all that stuff, and it looks really cool. Scotty was there just today showing us some stuff that they had. So they got a Sega Saturn. They okay. got a Sega Saturn there and a bunch of other stuff. So They must be a video game place. Yeah, right? <laughs> Unless Scotty's just, like, blowing steam up our ass. So Yeah. But what do you got going on? Basically everything I'm doing, right? <laughs> yeah. Like, I go to work. I telework Tuesday. I go to work Wednesday, and then I go on leave for another five days. So, yeah. I got I've got something to do on Tuesday. I probably got a couple meetings and then Wednesday, like end of day Wednesday, I'm just like, nah, fuck y'all. <laughs> yep, deuces. So 
we don't have any questions this week, do we? We didn't fucking ask. We didn't ask. <laughs> we didn't ask, so we couldn't get our questions from Scotty. So, because <laughs> uh, between him and H two O, they're the only ones. They're about the anything. only ones too. Yeah. I don't know. I can't think of any. Oh, here's a question for you. In Astral Chain, you get to pick female or male. Which one are you playing as? I play with what I identify as. I picked male, too. <laughs> well, there you yeah, go. Yeah, so, yeah, play more Astral, Astral, Chain, Astral Chain 2. Why does that matter? Uh, it was a question. You get a choice if you want to play as boy or girl. You get a little bit of customization, too, with hair. and. Okay, so so here, here's the thing. When you usually play video games, what do you choose, male or female? I'm like, I always usually cho- choose male. I'm that guy that usually chooses male. I've got friends that are like female all the way, and I'm like, eh, all right, that's fine. I don't, I don't know. My my old roommate made the argument of like, would you rather stare stare at this flat piece of meat, or would you rather stare at a nice ass for thirty? I am gonna hours? tell you that the girl character in Astral Chain does have a nice butt, and she's in booty shorts. I have this thing <laughs> where I push my persona onto my nameless character. Right. You got to name your so character now, too. that usually doesn't work out for me. I didn't find out what that character's name actually was until after I created my character. So I'm that kind of guy that I want to keep the character's name. I don't like putting my name in. Like, I put in... Yeah, no. It has to be the legit Look character. up his name. Which is something that pissed me off. With the Persona games, the early Persona games, because they would never reveal who the protagonist yeah. is. They would just be like, oh, this is protagonist Chan. And I'm like, no. Yeah. I want the real I think you shit. got it in four. And then, no, in Persona 4, that motherfucker has like three different names because there's a different name for the anime, the movie, the game. It's light. And it's a different game for Persona 4 Golden. That's true. No, it's not just light. It's like some other fucking bullshit, too. All right, then. Oh, I do have to say too. I was very. I'm. I've been boasting this all fucking week. I got a new desk, and I had to unhook all of my stream equipment, and I was dreading it because whenever you unhook everything, none of that shit goes back right. I hooked everything back up. Oh, all that shit worked right on the first motherfucking try. So I guess I'm learning. My, <laughs> I guess my biggest issue is on Thursday. They were just like, hey, we're going to play Guilty Gear. And I was setting up because I thought we were going to play on the PS3 or the PS4. Or I mean, not blah, 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 on the PC. Yeah. And they were just like, no, nah, we got to play on PS4. And I'm like, You Shit. say they, that was me. <laughs> well, whatever. Yeah, you. Uh, I only have one Ethernet cable in this room. The other one has like five. So I had to take my entire fucking rig, move it over into the other room hook everything up and i was like trying to make good time jesus man and then i had to move it back in here for the fucking podcast so that's that's yep. our show that's it so everyone let's stop talking for this what was supposed to be an hour-long podcast take it easy have a good week thanks for tuning in to the scrubverse podcast if you would like to keep up to date with us, follow us on Twitter at Scrubverse Podcast, at Vetted Games, and at Tornado Jones. Email us at scrubburstpodcast at gmail.com. Also, don't forget to check out our giveaway this month. Links will be provided in the podcast description.
Thank you.